The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? I bet GD hits that stream yard thing again. Buttons, man. We lost your buttons, dude. We can't have that. I have to have this. I'm sorry. Wake up, America. You've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about Kumbaya and Flat Earth Insanity. Stand-up comedy? You want stand-up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with a Dog. You make me laugh. Oh, I don't make you laugh, but maybe the guest will today. And then again, maybe not. The band definitely makes me laugh. Rush the ball thing they got going on. Uh, kind of like a Green Day rush. I just had that like Tom. This is kind of like Tom Sawyer, right? Am I right or am I right? I'm right. No. Tell me I'm right. Good morning, folks. It is Tuesday. Uh, not a good day. Tuesday's never a good day. All the bad shit happens on Tuesday. And uh, today might be no different. Anyway, Tuesday, November 14th, uh, 2023. Year's almost over already, man. These years, they just fly by, fly by. Um, oh, Willie's going to be popping back in again. He was not supposed to be popping in. Don't pop in, Willie. He pops in, he pops out. Um, they say content is king, but the truth is good content is king. Shitty content is shit. Or peasants. Uh, But who decides what is good content and what is not good content? Because some of the stuff that we produce here that I really love, uh, nobody likes. Or it gets very few views. Very few. No traction. Last night, um, I kind of hit pay dirt on several different networks with what I think is shit nonsense politics i put out a short reel of uh, me talking about congressional salaries and man oh man uh did my phone buzz with notifications from every different network people fucking uh got to want to put their two cents in I, I guess i hit a nerve on that but it's not like it's a secret that people in congress make $174,000, but somehow become multi, 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 one more multi, millionaires. Um, And it just doesn't add up. And that's all it was. It was 20 seconds of me just saying that, and now uh, it's going wild. 
meanwhile, I'm putting out uh, really funny reels of um, church service <laughs> this weekend, church service, church of last resort, uh, and getting 44 views. Uh, like, what the hell? What the hell, folks? I don't. Maybe I just don't know what's good and what's bad. That could be. But the stuff that makes me laugh, eh, and the political stuff is resonating with people. Now, I don't want that to be my lane, even though I'm running for uh, office. I don't want that to be my lane. But I'm, I got to put that out there because, uh, because I do want to make a splash in this election. Anyway, I got... Um, well, before that, there is a new study out. Uh, that they found a drug that, uh, when tested on lab rats, is as effective as uh, male ED pills, boner pills, erection pills, uh, but also makes uh, lab rats' uh, penises much bigger and has no side effects of uh, traditional ED pills. The bad news is uh, my wife ran away with a lab rat, but uh, we'll deal with that. I don't know if that's bad news. Maybe it's good news. Good for her. She found a lab rat. Let her be happy. Um, stunning news in uh, Rolling Stone. JFK Parkland doctors come forward. Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone. How about that? You shocked? I know. I'm pretty shocked. Um, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of weird shit going on in the news here. Um, so anyway, yesterday was our 500th, uh, my 500th show, or I should say ours, but listen, if I'm being honest, the uh, Willie and, uh, GD have probably been, and GD wasn't here yesterday. It was, uh, the Rev was here in his place. Funny, you never see them in the same place at the same time, but, uh, yeah, maybe 60 shows between them. Um, am I being a little generous or being a little cheap with that? Well, it's, you know, they're not 500 shows. I got 500 shows. <laughs> Actually, it's probably about 2,000 shows with the uh, show last, uh, the evening show, which is now, it's, it's on its last legs, the evening show. I'm probably going to not do it in 2024 um, because I'll be running for office, man. I ain't got time for that crap. Anyway, uh, we don't know if we're going to do that. I shouldn't say we're going to, I'm going to cancel it straight out. Uh, got a good show for you today. Melvin Hayes, uh, hopefully will be here. He's in San Diego, California, and he's the early guest. So that would be 615 for him, which is in like five minutes. Um, and he makes his own ginger ale. And then in the second hour, Joel Real Deal Davis, who is a former MMA guy, wrestler, uh, and fitness guy, or well, still a fitness guy, but is now a stand-up comedian, who's and a motivational speaker, by the way, uh, who's kind of excited about being here. Now, before I bring the uh, gentleman in, I got a couple of emails, not a lot, two or three, maybe, probably two, but two is enough, saying I'm being too hard on Willie. I'm not being hard on Willie. I'm fucking with Willie. I, if I didn't love Willie, I wouldn't have him on the show. Uh, I'm not bullying Willie by saying, uh, I think somebody reacted to me 
uh, just making a little bit of fun of uh, him not being very concise with his stories. And listen, I'm fair game. People, I have just as many fucking quirks as he does. And I'm fair game. If anybody wants to point out the stupid shit that I do or the um, the stuff that drives people crazy that I do, and I know there's a lot of it, uh, feel free. That I'm, I'm fair game for that. I can take it, and I think Willie can too. Uh, so, you know what? Let him stick up for himself. He doesn't need your help. He's capable of telling me to shut the fuck up anytime he wants. Of course, there is a freezer we could put him in if he does go over the line a little bit with that. No, nah, I'm kidding. The, the freezer's already taken up. I got It's already full of bodies, full of dead bodies. Anyway, uh, bring the guys in right now. Uh, let's say hello to GD, and let's say hello to Willie. Uh, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Oh, it's in, in harmony almost. Well, kind of unison. I don't always drink coffee, but when I do, I get the shits. Mine dog coffee. Well, you could say this show is the shits, and so it, it all kind of flows together. And when I say flow, I mean diarrhea. You know, so, I, I, so you I guys, think, Willie, Willie, you need to man up and stop having your wife write these letters. Yeah, and, and, listen, I don't know. No, <laughs> so it wasn't know, Kelly, by the way. Yeah, Neither no, one was uh, Kelly. <laughs> I, I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm here for my quirks, I thought, kinda. Isn't yeah, it? Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. That's what I'm um, like but yeah, no, uh uh you know, I've been getting made fun of my whole life. It's pretty old hat for me. It's all right, I don't mind. Uh sticks and stones, that kind of thing. You know, oh, speaking like, of sticks and stones, Sherrod Brown is gonna be there Friday night at Six and Stones Comedy Club. Uh, so might be on tomorrow. Uh, awesome. Abby Abby wants Sherrod Brown on tomorrow to promote his show Friday night at Sticks and Stones, but he hasn't gotten back to confirm. And I suspect it's because he saw yesterday's show and said, "I want a fucking part of that fucking zoo." Uh, <laughs> so that could be, could be the case. But uh, anyway, I'm not Sorry. I'm not sure. The first guest really understands time zones because it's it, it was so eager to say yes to a nine o'clock uh, or nine fifteen appearance, but it's six fifteen for him. I can't imagine a, com- a comedian being excited about being on a this show at six. It's not Joe Rogan. I can see them being excited about being on Rogan, but um, this show at six fifteen in the morning. I think he's probably. Well, this uh, made, I, I was unable to find, like, almost, this is, you're talking about Melvin, Melvin Melvin Hayes. Hayes, yeah. I couldn't find, like, I found, like, 19 Melvin Hayes. One of them is a comedian dying of colon cancer or Right, remission. right, the English guy, but he spells it with a Y, Melvin y, with yeah. a Y. Well, that's a different Melvin, the one with that Y. Yeah, but there's a black Melvin Hayes who's old and black and thin, and I saw his clip from Cozy's. And he opens up saying he's diagnosed with um, colon rectal cancer, but it's not this guy because. Uh, now, how many is... views did his colonoscopy get? You know, I don't know, but my, my colonoscopy. Did you put your got colonoscopy like online? My colonoscopy got six views. Okay, the Reverend's episode five got four views, so my colonoscopy got more views. Well, um, keep in mind, uh, the week after uh, Daylight Savings it, is when it really starts to hit people. I mean, for, for uh, it generally takes a couple of days to sit in, and then it takes about a week for people to start recovering. I know uh, it was difficult for me to get up Sunday morning, too. So, 
Yeah, well, uh, daylight savings time, that needs to be stopped. That bullshit needs to be. Well, it's, I thought it stopped. I thought they'd signed something like back in Biden's like first week of office because they knew how it was going to affect him to get rid of daylight savings time. But <laughs> look at the No, they don't. They don't make laws specifically for uh, the president. Oh no, they, they do make laws specifically for presidents. They do. <laughs> we just don't know. That's why they're there because they they cover them up. Um, like now, prohibition. Prohibition. I when think there was a, there was a. Uh, they tried to, uh, you know, not a bill, but just somebody uh, suggesting that they write up a bill about it. But it got. There was no. Um, support for it because they did listen to me wheezing with the copt in the in the 70s when we were kids i don't know if you remember because you you probably just you know thinking about your colonoscopy all day but in the 70s they tried that uh getting rid of daylight saving time during the gas crisis or the energy crisis there right and uh, kids were getting run over at the bus stop <laughs> yeah but dark. that was on purpose they, they were just yeah, like, no. they, yeah. I know that, but they they just drew a conclusion that you know maybe it must be because it's too dark out, and that's why they get run. No, out. that's that. See, that's like when they try. That's like when they tried to pin polio. Was it polio? No, what was it? The, the, the me and polio down by the schoolyard. Yeah, <laughs> they tried to blame polio on on soda. Well, I think it was polio. There was some disease that grows up during the summer, and so they tried. They did the correlation that well. When that disease goes up, so does the the uh, intake of soda. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they is like, no. How about the fact that it's just that's when it happens? You know, they were they were conflating causation and correlation. Hmm. They do that a lot when they don't when especially when they when they don't when they want when they want to get rid of something they they they're so quick to put those two together. Ah, now I got uh, uh, (laughs) a. a notice this morning on my YouTube channel that they took down a piece of content I did two years ago. Uh, it was part of the, I think it was the afternoon show. Let me find it because it, it's kind of interesting. And if you were conspiratorial minded, you might say, hmm, why are they taking that down? Uh, where's the notifications here? Oh, I like how you said if you're conspiratorial minded and then my like my ear, my listening perked up. I was like, ooh. Ooh, what, what's he about to tell us then? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that about myself. Uh, uh, maybe I should look at I, that. Well, I, <laughs> see, I don't know. You seem a little gullible to me. I mean, no, that's you know what? That's a that's a that's a fair thing to say. I think. Oh, uh, and I think I've been that way pretty much my whole life. Because, uh, man, I would get, I would get, but. You know, gullible to me, gullible is like uh, too trusting. You know what I mean? That, like, exactly. I trust, that, exactly. I trust what, I mean. that what people tell me is going to be true. You know well, what I mean? Like what, I don't, what I don't I have in mind. people to just lie to me about things. Right. Well, I have what I'm thinking of is the lady with the uh, patches that's going to fucking save it, save your life. Just put this patch on, and it will cure everything. Your hemorrhoids will fucking okay. get. So I want to say though uh, about that lady. So those patches, it, uh, from everything that she was saying, it seemed like there was like a certain uh, stone or something like that, uh, crystal that is infused in those packages or whatever. Right. And listen, bro, there's a reason that there's sometimes 
that I'll take my shoes off and go stand in the dirt or stand in the grass and face the sun for 15 minutes in the morning. There's a reason I do that shit, bro. Like, yeah, it's called, it's called rehab. No, it's called grounding. There's a long gap between what you're talking about, grounding or, uh, or all that kind of stuff. And put sure. the patch on, and it will it will cure everything that ever ailed you, and make okay. you young again. Right. All right. If you if if you if Nikolai Tesla said that everything was He's, about frequency and energy and vibrations and all of that kind of thing. Okay. So what they're talking about, what that lady was talking about, was how. This thing has this crystal in it that gets charged by the light of the sun. And listen, even on a small, you know, there's so much happening on microscopic levels that we don't see. Like this, this bowl right here is vibrating like fucking crazy. This solid thing right here is just, just vibrating inside. You know what I mean? Like, like everything, everything is a vibration, bro. So if you're doing something to to change that vibration level around your person, you're gonna change shit, guaranteed. And it wow. sounds hokey. It sounds like fucking fluffy fluff cloud bullshit. But Nikolai sound, Tesla exactly would sounds. fucking disagree. Well, he's dead. Think about that. Right, uh, but in, in his conscious state, he, that dude will tell patch. you if he, that there's if he something to time, that. If, if Nikolai has spent no, more time working on a patch instead of on his transporter, he might be around. Right. That, yeah, no. <laughs> there's, yeah. In, in, yeah, El Dorado, in El Dorado, James Conn character says to Johnny, uh, John Wayne, uh, Johnny Diamond never carried a gun. And, and John Wayne says, he's dead. Think about that. Uh, <laughs> if if Nikolai Tesla knew anything, he'd still be with. If he knew anything about the fountain of youth, uh, I mean that's not necessarily true because I mean look at how much that dude did, and look at how much science is still catching up to what the fuck he was on to. I mean, if, come on, bro, you can't, he, you can't. If he just knew he about the fountain things. of youth, he'd still be here. He is. I mean, I mean, he definitely <laughs> yeah. still exists on some plane. That's, he, no, that, no, he's still that's here. Awesome yeah. I, I, as a matter of fact, just, just yesterday, him and Elvis and Tupac were um, discussing the theory relatively with Einstein. Now, I'm pretty sure Tupac is rapping on some island in the Caribbean somewhere. I saw a video. Did you see that video? You know what I'm talking about? No. There's some, uh, there's some video of this guy that like would be around Tupac's age now. Uh, rapping like a motherfucker sounded just like Tupac in some Caribbean island. I'll, I'll have to try and dig it up and find it. But yeah, there's some there's some guy in the in the Caribbean islands that they think might be actually the real Tupac wearing a patch. Um, yeah, he yeah he's, he was wearing a patch. Yeah, well, I explained it. Did he have bullet holes? <laughs> I, I got bullet holes. I'm still here. No, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. If Tupac <laughs> have bullet holes, if that guy's running around rapping like Tupac without the bullet holes, right, 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 I'm right, saying right. that's not. You Tupac. know what? Hey, no, that's a good point. Like, even if it's just from when he got shot before, we could, uh, yeah, we could be like, we know where he got hit and shit like that. Oh, that's how. That's how we know John F. Kennedy is not around because if he was around, there'd be a guy with a hole flapping like in the back of like, his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, and every time the wind blew, it'd be like. Whoosh, 
he'd be refilling on his thoughts. Here, here <laughs> it goes. Uh, I finally found this dopey letter from YouTube. Maybe because I reviewed it and it got pushed down. Uh, we want to let you know that we reviewed your content. Now, this keep in mind, this is four years ago now. Uh, we want to let you know we reviewed your content and we think it violates uh, medical misinformation policy. <laughs> we know you may uh, not have uh, realized this it was a violation of our policy, so we're not applying a strike to your channel. However, we have removed the following content from YouTube. It was called Beguiled, Eden to Armageddon, Volume 1, 2, and 3, The Rise of the Antichrist. Now, <laughs> it, it was a uh, Southern lady, I don't remember her name, who, who was the uh, um, author. She was a pastor, uh, a hellfire and brimstone pastor, and she was telling me that we were in the, the uh, end times uh, and all, all that kind of stuff. But she she must have mentioned the vaccines in some uh, you know you know, some context about as proof of the end times. And that's why they took it down. But why so you now? You said it was four years ago, four, though? Because that would be 2019. Yeah, 2019. Wow. End of 2019. Uh, probably like, uh, let, let me see when it was. Actually, no, it was, uh, it was January of 2020. And what was the lady talking about? Was she talking about? The rise of the Antichrist. Oh, right. So she was. A, so she was talking about be, Trump. Be, be, uh, well, she didn't say. She no. She didn't name the. She didn't name the Antichrist. Name the Antichrist? Yeah, of course not. Beguiled, Eden to Armageddon, volumes one, two, and three: The Rise of the Antichrist. Uh, was 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 the title of the video? I forget the lady's name, but I'm sure I could Google it with that and find out. Um, anyway, so it's just like, why are they taking that down now? Why did it take four years for them to find that? Uh, why are they looking four years back to see what they want to get rid of? Dr. Joyce, what's her last name? Joyce, you know what I think is happening? Remember when things went from microfish to um to digital, and people are just going through and like what had to like watch everything that's on microfish so they can. Type it in to put it on computer. I think that's yeah, what's yeah. going on right now. I they're used to do through, that. Yeah, or well, they're going through everything that's on the internet right now, one piece at a time, so they know. I mean, what yeah, no, probably. No, nah, I'm certain they have bots that can do that. Like, uh, and do, oh you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's see, that's that robot work that's going to be happening, bro. I was reading an article about um, the Rutgers uh, University in New Jersey is got fucking robot like security on their fucking campuses now and it's going to start being in the new york subway system like they made a deal with the new york pd and mta to start having robots as security in the subway system and at rutgers university i think they're already there Right, yeah, no, yeah. like, yeah, no, that's what, like, Robocop shit, bro, it's happening, it's fucking like the, here. Was it the X9, that the thing that goes, you have oh, violated bro. code. Stop picking bro. on, stop picking Listen. on Willie. No, I, I, yeah. no, I can't even I can't even talk to my wife anymore about stuff that I find out on the internet, because, like, I, she, she does not want to know anything about what is happening in the world right now, because the world's going fucking banana, like, this world is changing. So I just fast. Wanna, uh, so uh, fast. Dr. Joyce Jeffries Pugue was her name. 
Dr. Ah. Joyce Jeffries Pugh. What was her last name? Pugh, P-U-G-H. Oh, okay. Pugh or Pug. I don't know. It smells better Pugh. She makes me want to Pugh. Yeah, so, but uh, I don't know how. So it's just the idea that this Armageddon thing it's like, because uh, they have all these Christians in now. Uh, the, you know, as I had fundamentalist Christians are uh, going off on, on this end days idea. And I'm just wondering if, you know, oh, well, we can't let them. It, it's a Google thing to kind of take all references to end days, Antichrist, uh, Armageddon, all that kind of stuff down. I don't know. Because I don't think she went deep into She certainly did, didn't go that I've had guys who on the show went really deep into the vaccine stuff and their beliefs about, you know, putting chips in it and all like, you know, five, they didn't take that stuff down. And I'm not asking them, asking them to go looking for shit to take down. Believe me. Yeah. Right now they're watching. They're listening. Actually, well, that was, that's what it was. It was a, it was, it was what they're like, what the police do to you when they just drop a little, little bit to see what else you spill by accident. So, well, thank God. I mean, they found it. They found my nickel bag in the bathroom, but thank God they didn't go in the living room and get my Coke. Now, for, for the benefit of our younger viewers, please define what a nickel bag is. <laughs> well, isn't that that band? Did, weren't they a band? Nickel yeah, bag? from Canada. Yeah, yeah, that sucky band from Nickelback? Canada. Nickel, 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 nickel bag. bag. Nickel yeah, bag. Nickel bag. They're a band from Canada. Anyway, uh, I oh, just, are you I, talking about a coin purse? See, you really, you really don't know what a nickel bag is, do you? You know what a no. dime bag is? A nickel bag is. You mean bag. for like weed? Yeah. Yes. That's oh, what oh okay. Yeah. I mean, I suppose but, people don't really sell it like that anymore. I, like, no, like, that's why I said. If you, for if you come across anybody who sells less than the twenty, let me know. <laughs> no, but that's why I was saying for the benefit of our younger viewers. Define what a nickel bag is, and because my memory, uh, a nickel bag was two fingers across the bottom of of a, a, a bag. little brown envelope, and those five dollars. Yeah, yeah, and then a dime bag was four fingers. Speaking of which, I I got I uh I got that from Jackie. I'm still trying to open it. Fucking for fuck's sake! Yeah, he gets uh, <laughs> he's very security conscious. Yeah, no kidding, he is. No kidding, he is. Yeah. Like I got through the first level and I realized there was another level. And I, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like one of those fucking Christmas presents that it, it's a gigantic box. By the time you get it, it's like a yeah. fucking ring. No, I did that. I did that <laughs> to my mother one time for Christmas. I fucking got this huge ass box. And like, do you remember this years ago when Pepsi came out with uh, Pepsi clear in the nineties? Do you remember that? Pepsi no, went clear for a hot minute. And so I, what I did is my mom was a diet Pepsi drinker. And so I took four, uh, 20 ounce empty bottles of her diet Pepsi and I filled them all up with water. And then I even glued the seal part so that she wouldn't like notice that the seal was already undone. And I put those in a box and now I put a real present, which was like, you know, I'm sure it was like a necklace or earrings or something. Cause I usually got jewelry for my mom for Christmas and stuff. And so there was a real present in the box, but it was a big ass box that had, um, and I think I did, I think I did six cause I wanted to get her a six pack. So I did six 20 ounce bottles of water 
that I told her was I had somehow gotten a hold of the new Pepsi Clear before it even came out, which I, you want to talk about gullible, it must run in my veins because my mother totally took me at my word when I told her that. And so she opens up this bottle and like takes a drink of water that's been sitting in the bottle for like, I don't know, a month and a half. This fucking bottle. She's like, what is that? And I was like, that's, that's just water. That's not your present. How would I get that, Ma? How would I get the the new stuff before it comes out? I don't know anybody. You know, I'm, like, I'm watching GD's face as you're telling this story. I'm just trying to uh, figure out what's going on between his ears as he's listening to you tell that story. <laughs> so I think I was right about this Melvin guy, right? It's it's twenty. Oh yeah, he's probably he's probably twenty five minutes after, and he probably forgot that. Oh, but he was so <laughs> excited. I mean, he was like, it, "It always boggles my mind when people are excited to be on this show." I feel like I have to listen. It, nothing is going to happen to your career. You are not. <laughs> you're going to be I, on this I, show, I and you're still going to be nobody today. This happen to me because well, of you in the show. I don't think Melvin's a real person. I'm sorry, he had no no media presence. I couldn't. Oh no, I found them. I found him doing stand-up. Um, really? Yeah, one or two videos. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say. <laughs> I, I couldn't find anything, so I immediately thought to myself, well, obviously, if he doesn't want to be found. He's like one of those witnesses. I was a little me. nervous. That's why I called you, because uh, I was a little, or I asked you about it when we were on the phone the other day, because I was a little nervous. I have made the mistake before. Joshua K. Smith, Pastor Joshua K. Smith, uh, there are two of them. One of them's white and one of them's black. On the promo stuff, I had the black guy, and then the white guy showed up, and I was like, "Oh boy, people tuning in, seeing that, are probably gonna be like, oh, what the fuck is?'" That? And they do that at church a lot too. It's, they're like twins that you don't know which one you're gonna get. <laughs> they're like they date the same woman. Oh no, no, they <laughs> they were completely different. <laughs> I, the, the, the black guy that I did the research on, he was a real deal uh, fire and brimstone Southern pastor. And the one I had on was the guy who wants civil rights for robots. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> so I, I did the research oh. on the wrong one completely. They're like the Patty Duke show. They preach you like, they reach you like, you know, they teach you like. They, don't look, crazy they don't look alike. <laughs> You're talking about black They're and faster. white television. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yeah. We remember. We remember. <laughs> Uh, those were the good old days. I'm just, I'm just bringing. <laughs> what you don't like black and white TV? That no, you know the time. thing is, it's, it's like you know what? I can actually see the whole opening scene of the Patty Duke show dancing with herself wow. in the fucking doorway or whatever. Yeah, all that. I Nick at Night has some reach, man. Uh, yeah, no, it did for real. I believe me, like. Us kids did not control the television. We watched what my parents wanted to watch. So, so I mean, you know, like old stuff is what I'm like, you know, leave it to Beaver and, you know, what my you mean, son, or what is it? My three sons, I think it's my three sons. Yeah, my three sons. We talk about reach. I mean, uh, the, she was like 73 years old and she was playing a teenager. She was playing twin teenagers, and she was like seven. Say what? No, she was. You saying she that was. Patty Duke chick was like old? No, she was, she was not a teenager. She was Pat, like Patty Duke is about fifteen to twenty years older than me. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But back in the she show, was in the twenties. She, she was in the 
She was well, really like, look at Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio played a high schooler, and he was like well into his twenties during the first right. Karate yeah, Kid. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's, she yeah. was like way too old. Yeah, she was playing like a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Opie was forty when he was on Happy Days playing. Uh, I mean, well, Ron Howard. Well, he was twenty six when he was on the RFD. He was in Mayberry. No. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well, he did start very young. He started in the Music Man, believe. It. Well, let's yeah, talk. How many? How yeah, many people you think learn how to whistle? Coming down the street. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many people you think learn how to whistle from the Andy Griffith Show? N- nobody. I learned, whistle, I learned to whistle because of the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. Mm. That's where yeah, everybody okay. learned to whistle. Nah, I, they learned to whistle. My learned wife can't whistle. Yeah, we already knew how to whistle. Some people can't do it, you know. We already knew how to whistle, but when you heard the good, bad, and the ugly, everybody was doing the, yeah. I can't do it anymore now. Yeah, really. Yeah. You'll never get up there anymore. You've lost your high, your high whistle. <laughs> yeah, well, I lost my high whistle a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I know. Uh, there was some other story that I wanted to. Well, the, the that's the bro- music that always plays when I prepare to masturbate. Uh, the well, that's, the ugly. that's the show for today, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I don't know if I. I don't even really want to go down this whole why they're talking about Oswald. The uh, the doctors who did the autopsy. Uh, coming out now because it's just almost the 60th anniversary. Uh, next week will be the 60th anniversary. So, how do the autopsy doctors have any knowledge of whether or not he acted alone? Though, like, like, like that doesn't. Well, if they he saw, had a note in his pocket to the other guy. No, well, you know what I mean. Be, like, if you have two entry points in the in the head. From different, still, right, from two different directions. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about Lee Harvey's autopsy doctors, not no. Not John. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, so the magic bullet theory is now no longer valid. According Thanks to the, the doctors. Are still magic. The but, bullets are still magic. You have to plant them in the ground and then a beanstalk will grow. But keep in funny. mind, these doctors, if if even if they were young in 1960s, let's say they were 25 years old, because that's what even you're an intern, but they had to be at least 25 in 1963. That would make them 85. Now, I guarantee they were older than 25. They got to be in their 90s. Who's to say what they're, t- you know, they're just babbling idiots at that point. I'm sorry. Right. Look at both. Maybe these are interviews that they took back when their brains were a little bit fresher and they're just releasing them. And your Rolling Stone magazine would wait. Oh, let's wait on it for another. No, they're years. just getting the interviews. They're just, what I'm saying is they're just getting the interviews. There's there's a lot of stuff that they you know had back then that they won't let us see. You know, That's, and all of a sudden, no, no, the information right, they're going to be a gag order. I'm sure, maybe, yeah. Wow. You no, know, it's like, and every time you, every time they supposed to release the information, another president comes along and says, um, "Oh my!" Now, why, why am I not releasing this again? And they show them the the Zabruda film, they show them the Kennedy assassination from a fifth angle, and so they go, "Oh, that's why we're not releasing it." Got it. Okay. Yeah. By the time, well, I'm gonna say stuff that'll just get me banned. So fuck that. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, let's switch gears here. Uh, Ian sent me a, a video last night about Tom Segura. Have you heard of Tom Segura? No, um, who's that fucker? Is that, uh, is that a plumber? Oh, that's who, Joe the plumber. I was thinking of Tom. The actually, um, thing does a deep dive into his whole family background and his um, 
not a really deep dive, but turns out he's a trust fund baby for a five generational, uh, very rich silver spoon kid. Who, well, no wonder he hates the poor. Right? Yeah. And and Bert Kreischer. It, it starts with Bert Kreischer on an episode that I've seen this clip a thousand times where. Uh, Christ is saying, Tom Segura wasn't always poor. There was a time when he was just living on pecan pie. Uh, and as I'm thinking, like, that's Marie Antoinette. Let them, eat, let them eat cake. I mean, he wasn't living on pecan pie because he was fucking poor. He was, he was living on pecan pie because he loved pecan pie and he was a fucking fat glutton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but, pecan pie is pretty tasty. It is my favorite kind of pie. Yeah, his generational wealth goes back at least five generations to, I mean, incredible wealth. Right. So don't, well, this point where he, if he, if his father even made him live like a regular person, making him get a job at some point, he would think, well, I'm poor, man. An old man is right, giving me right, a, a right, million right, dollars. Right, right. I have nothing because I'm not getting, I'm not being given everything. So I have yeah. nothing. Yeah. I have to earn oh. things. So I, I think that, you know, more people should uh, know about Tom Segura. I, and not like he fucking matters to anybody, but when he's beating up on the fucking people who have less than him, it's not well, his mindset that fucking made him wealthy. It's his I, father. It's his father who made him wealthy. I, I get I get this, I get disturbed when I see things like that because I mean my father had millions and millions and millions of sperm and he only gave me one. Right. So well, that's selfish. You are one. You yeah, are. that's selfish. That's selfish. Of all the sperms he had, he just gave me one. That's right. it. Selfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that oh where God. that where you that's know, where it ends? This is where it ends, folks. Goodbye. What do you mean? Listen, I I, I uh I rode with this trucker years ago. I hitchhiked from California. And this guy told me jokes for like three days, just joke after joke after joke. And and, and I didn't laugh at hardly at like like maybe a chuckle, a tee hee at a couple of them, maybe, you know. And then on the third day, he tells me a joke and I just start laughing just incredibly like I can't stop fucking laughing. And he says he's like, man, I didn't even. I didn't even think the joke was that funny. And I was like, it wasn't. I'm laughing because I can't believe there's someone that can tell this many fucking jokes and, and not a single fucking one of them be funny. And That's all these years hilarious. later, the guy sends you a, ba- a package of weed that you can't open. <laughs> Imagine that. The odds of that. <laughs> Dude, Jackie makes me laugh all the time. I love Jackie. The joke is on Willie. You know what? You know what? One of hang on. One of my favorite things about Jackie, uh, because I've watched his his new special like three different times now, but I gotta watch that stuff when my wife's not around because she, she, you know, she looks, she just looks at me funny, and so it's always fucking great. Like my my wife will be gone or whatever, and she'll come back, and I'll be watching that, and like the first fucking thing she'll hear Jackie say is just some nasty nasty fucking joke and she just you know man i just fucking die bro i die Wait, it's jackie tells great. dirty jokes oh yeah yeah well, I, I wasn't, i'm confused your wife lives with you <laughs> right yes we and, live together and, and, yes. she, and jackie mark jackie can actually say something to her that you have not said that's that shocking 
Okay, so <laughs> I think I I'm think one of the reasons she's surprised to hear someone else besides me say things in the same vein. She's like, God, there's there's other people. You know, I feel like she she's discouraged by the fact that people encourage my behavior. You know what I mean? I think that's what because like she walk in, she hears that joke, and she's like. He's never going to stop doing what he's doing if this is what he's listening to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, um, the Reverend did get one person who wanted to correct his history of Santa Claus. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to mention, uh, glad you mentioned the Reverend, because um, last night I was going through the clips. Now, the show, other than being blasphemy as fuck, uh, blasphemous as fuck. It's very funny, and I was, I was just in the first five minutes got three good clips, and there's still like an hour to go here of good short clips. Nice. I can, but, but I put nice. up the one, the Appalachia one, uh, which was making me giggle like hard. And then some idiot finds it, and they feel like they have to educate you because he he says, uh, "Lord, I know you know you know I don't know where that is, but." I also know you love, you know, I love to say Appalachia. And this person feels like they have to educate. I've, I've removed like half of the comments because they want to give us a lecture, a history lecture on Appalachia being in Louisiana, how it got its name and all this stuff. Like, do you not understand this is comedy? I mean, maybe that's what happened to the viewership. They, they don't know that it's comedy. It's like, it's like, even by the it's name in the, the comedy category. It's yeah, so, but that could be like a, a mistake. I don't know. I don't see. I, to be honest, I, I kid you. Okay, I'm gonna let people know that me and the Reverend are actually the same person. Okay, just, just no, so, stop. Yeah. Come yeah. on, you know, don't give me that. And, and I have people. I have shown up to. I kid you not. Oh man. They, they, okay, there was I. The Reverend did my funeral a, a few years ago. Okay, a few years ago. Wait, and you died? Yeah. So I had, I had my had my urn. My urn was up there. I remember. Uh, the and the Reverend did the service. And then when people came to the comedy show, they had the you know the Reverend was at the door and he was like, saying, "Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming." And he's giving everybody these little. You know programs. you're supposed to do that when they leave, right? Yeah. No, it's my show, damn it. Don't tell me how to run my fucking show. Damn it. You do your you do your funeral the way you want to. I do my funeral the way I want to. Yeah, all right. So all the right. reference at the door, and as people are coming in, you go, thank you for coming. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm sure that he would appreciate it. And, and so he's handing out these little um uh programs about the funeral. You know, it has the picture, you know, have my picture on the front, when I was born, when I died. You know, and then you open it up, and it has my my obituary, and then the program. What's going on in the program, and and then just, and on the back, it has like um you know www.sogdfunny.com, you know, and with my logo on the back. And when people left the show, not everybody took their flyers with them, so some people picked up flyers like a week or two later, you know, but they kept them for some odd reason. I show up as me, and I did another show like four or five months later, and a comedian goes, what are you, I thought you were dead. 
and wasn't really broken up about it either, right? <laughs> no, right. he thought he was yeah. getting my minutes. <laughs> he didn't fucking send flowers, did he? Yeah, no, yeah. No. He that, that would have been my that, like, died. that means there's jokes up for grass. My, my wife hasn't heard a word from you. You thought I was dead. You didn't fucking bother to call her and say, uh, you know, do anything, anything I could do for you. None of that. You thought I was dead, and you fuck her. Oh, that's wow. a, oh, oh, well, I've got worse stories than that. But yeah, how'd you die, by the way? Um, I I can't remember because I've done I've I've died so many times and so many I've had so many funerals. <laughs> um, so I can't remember how I die each time. Well, I gotta say. I got fucking lambasted, and I mean, like, they wanted to fucking tar and feather me uh, mm-hmm. for being Hank Porter uh, playing. <laughs> but I never faked my own funeral. I, I I can't imagine how fucking angry these fucking people would get if I tried something like that. Oh, um, bro. Bro. Yeah. People would be mad as fuck at me, dude. Right. <laughs> like, mad as fuck at me, dude. Yeah. Dude, you know what? You know what sucks is like, uh, uh, I've gotten to, a, I've gotten to a point where like I can't even die accidentally in a bunch of different ways because people will just think I committed suicide. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I got to be careful how I actually fucking die now, so it doesn't seem like I killed myself. <laughs> Wow. So that's, yeah, that's no, I can't I can't do a funeral thing. People would fucking be livid. You can't People would be livid if I fucking did that shit. Yeah. Uh that's now uh here's some the uh, some of the other stuff that w- was intriguing. Uh I because I get I don't know if you guys know. Uh I'm gonna do do a will here. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but uh <laughs> I am a uh, Billy the Kidophile. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. You definitely need to come and hang in New Mexico. Then we need to go do some shit here. Why do you think I went to New Mexico in the first place? That's yeah. exactly why I went out there. Uh, when I was a kid, I got it into my head that I had like some kind of connection to Billy Kid because he w- he was born in the same area I was born in. Went through he was born a hundred years according to. Uh, the first um, the reports now because his birthday has been disputed, but uh, exactly a hundred years before me, a hundred years older than me, he was born in eighteen fifty nine, and uh, went out to New Mexico from New York, born in the lo- lower uh, east end of New York, and was a you know basically orphaned. And I was li- I had no parents at that point. I was uh, yeah, you took care of yourself, right. <laughs> So I just felt like this kinship with uh, with Billy the Kid. So I went out there to find out, you know, just to see the area he grew up in. Plus, I was a bit of an outlaw when I was a kid. So all that <laughs> fascinated me. And then, um, you know, just visiting all the sites and stuff and, and doing all the, the, the digging around there. He was and still is probably uh, the biggest uh, money maker for the state of New Mexico. As a tourist. Oh, he's a rock star here. He's right. a rock star here for sure. So I've been following and reading everything I could for decades and decades. And I know there have been lots of guys who claim to be him. And the bushy, uh, brushy Bill Roberts uh, story has been debunked to my satisfaction enough times. But I've been going down a rabbit hole on YouTube with this stuff, playing in the background while I'm doing my reels and stuff. And seeing a lot of evidence. If brushy Bill Roberts was not Billy the Kid, 
He was an incredible scholar of Billy the Kid and knew everything about everybody connected to him, people, friends, uh, relatives. Yeah, but I mean, that's not hard to do either. It sure was. In, in, In 1881, when the kid died, and right up until 1955, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have all those. All you gotta do is find his diary. Well, yeah, no, but I'm talking about like like in visiting those places. I mean, because like, and even now, dude, like like it's a it's a topic of conversation that people are like excited to talk about. So I don't think it would be hard to find those things out. The breadth of detail in his stories, right? You wouldn't find it, and some of it goes against. the Pat Garrett story, uh, right. the Morrison story, J.D. Morrison stories, all those stuff. And the medical stuff backs up Brushy Bill more than it does uh, Garrett or Morrison. So all that stuff and it, the stuff about his remembrance of the jail and the, and uh, and and how they altered the, the buildings and stuff, spot on. So if he knew that stuff, he spent all his time in libraries just researching Billy the Kid. And in right. 19... 1900 that would have been a, still been a in in a Mulesville, texas do, yeah. yeah wherever the yeah. fuck he lived in Mulesville, texas or wherever uh an impossible task almost so uh you know there's that if he if he wasn't billy the kid he sure did a, he spent his life fucking digging for more information about him which seems like a wasted life uh if you think about right it. right why would you do that right I, yeah. I have the answer to your question as to how i died how'd you die um, I, can I read it on stage? Yeah, he has like defending your life on stage, like you. Yeah. Um, first of all, I called it a bio bit. I called it a bio bio bit. Okay, bio doc. Um, <laughs> bio bit. Uh, let's see. GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist, died September fourth, twenty seventeen. GD had just gone into labor negotiations. He wanted to keep the baby. And his wife didn't want him. His wife didn't want him to have a cow. He had the cow, and it hurt his peepee, and he bled out. So yeah, if you have a cow through your peepee, you're probably gonna bleed out, dude. Yeah, so that's how I died. I, apparently, I had a cow through my peepee, and I bled out. Uh, it's not that interesting. Ow! Fucking ow! Talk about a way to go, Jesus. Yeah, no. Uh, we we need to be a little more creative. Uh, you got to up your de- death game. You probably bit. sounded. You that probably was my first one. Like okay, I've had other ones that was happening. I'm disappointed. No, 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 my BP. The only reason why I have this one is because somebody found it at the church because I didn't I didn't keep one. This second 500 uh, no. run is not starting off that well. No, what, what, what he's not telling us is that's actually that's actually from the comedian that thought he was dead. He took it down from the shrine that he had for GD <laughs> when he thought that GD had passed. He uh-huh. made a little shrine and made that the centerpiece of it. But when he found out GD was still alive, he gave it back to him out of respect. Yeah. The Lindbergh ba- baby... <laughs> the Lindbergh baby mystery has lasted 91 years. Uh, tantalizing evidence may solve it. What Lindbergh. in the hell is the Lindbergh baby? Oh, you don't what? know about I have what? no idea what this is. Uh, you know Frank Sinatra Jr. was uh, kidnapped at, at one point, too. You know, you know that about, about that one, right? 
Uh, no, I did, I did that, not that, know that yeah. Frank Sinatra Jr. Yeah, Frank Sinatra that. Jr. was yeah. uh, was uh, kidnapped, in, or he might have faked his own kidnapping. That's still uh, a kind of uh, conjecture, too. But no, you know, uh, before, I just want to say, with you pointing out my gullibility, I'm now leery of every fucking story you're going to tell me. Good. You, know you, <laughs> Good. you should be. Um, <laughs> The Lindbergh baby uh, was kidnapped and they found his body uh, in the woods. Now, Charles Lindbergh didn't have a whole lot of security in the day, even though he was like the biggest celebrity of his time. Uh, and they and went. when was this? 19, I want to say 1925, 26, something Jesus like that. Christ. So we're talking about a baby that was kidnapped in 1925? Well, let's say 91 years. So it's got to be the 30s, right? Yeah, Lindbergh was a Nazi before Nazi was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't know. He didn't really say he was a Nazi. He, uh, no, but he, he def- was. His, yeah, I think he was. It's like he, I don't have to say I'm black. People know. <laughs> Wait, what? You're black? I can't. Yeah. Have, I can't have him on the show. What, oh what, what would my German ancestors say? How did, they, how, how did I get this guy on my show? He's black. Oh, my God. Um, well, they, 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 not, you're not, not really They wouldn't black. say Muyan. That would be um, your German ancestors would say. Spot no, I have it on good authority from genuine real black people that you're you not know, really You black. know what, Jeannie? I'm, I'm going to go get my hair braided, and people aren't going to be able to tell us apart. That's No, I, I have... <laughs> I have a stack of letters from authenticated black people who say that guy's not black. He's fake. He's How do you fool. get authenticated? Oh, uh, well. If the letters are misspelled and written in their bonics and they showed up late, they, they're from black people. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you authenticate them because they know that Santa was a uh, white supremacist. <laughs> well, oh, listen, Peter, where did he come from? Wait, Santa Claus came from the whitest place in the world, you know, just white people. Montana? No. The North Pole. <laughs> the Netherlands or whatever. He came, he, he, no, he didn't start. Are we North talking Pole. about the folklore Santa or the real Santa that lives up in the Saint North Nic- Pole? St. Nicholas, who became Santa Claus, was you, from like. You're thinking of the, Sa- you're thinking of Iceland, the Santa Claus Finland. that lives in the RuPaul. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but so we were educating Willie on the Lindbergh baby. So they put a ladder up to the window. Now they're having a party, a cocktail party. People downstairs having a party, and he's uh, like in a New York high rise or something. No, in his house in Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And they, I, I, they went into his yard and they put up a ladder up to the second story window where they stole the baby out and uh, were, you know, trying to get ransom out of him. He wasn't that rich. Uh, even though he was famous, he wasn't all that rich. But they didn't get the ransom, and then they found the baby. Uh, what was it? Learned not low. Uh, low. What were the guys' names? The two guys who went on trial for it, uh, and they were convicted and given the death penalty for uh, killing the baby. But there was always conjecture that it, they they didn't really do it. They were just uh, patsies. Yeah, they weren't even patsies. They just they were back back. They were immigrants. They have very poor spe- English speaking skills. Right. Um. They have very and 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 because they were German, I think they were German. Yeah, they were German. Yeah, because they were German, they were treated like like doo doo. Yeah. Um, but this was back before they needed they needed the Germans to be white so that they could pad the census. 
the story is in Popular Mechanics. I gotta check it out. Yeah, because they're just they're, cause they're talking about the ladder. Probably about the ladder. They show you how to build the ladder. They show you how to build the ladder that they use. That's why I said popular. It's always good to have somebody at the bottom of the ladder holding it. Yeah. Especially they, when your partner comes down with the baby. You want that to be and a sturdy ladder. Because the ladder broke, they dropped the baby oh, and they didn't get the money. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure YouTube's gonna strike this. This sounds like uh, also, I uh, it's worth mentioning that crabs can't decide where to live. Um, I'm so glad there's a disclaimer, which is why they move from show. one testicle to the next. Driving scientists crazy, uh, because <laughs> crabs go keep going back from the, from the water to the land to the water to the land. And it's like, make up your mind, crabs. Um, yeah. Where's the search box here? Because I want to find Lindbergh. They, they got so many stories here. And Popular Mechanics is the place to go, man, for your all your uh, unimportant news. Um, I don't know. I'll, I can't remember the guy's names either. It's just bothering me. I'm having, like, senior moments here. Uh, it was definitely very German names, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were convicted of it. But now there's new evidence that says they might not. And there was always conjecture that they they were just, you know, uh, an easy way to close the case for Princeton police. Yeah, they, yeah, they they yeah they were they were totally set up. That the, the guy, it was, it, yeah, it, they were fucked over. They they were they were fucked over. Like Sacco and Benzetti was fucked over. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean. I mean, immigrants got, you know, even the white immigrants got fucked over, you know, until they needed them in the census. Hop, Hopman and Lowe, right? Uh, yes, yes, that's not Hopman, Hopman. Bruno Richard Hopman yes. uh, was the guy who was, uh, yeah. That's so, why the B, I was, I was thinking it had a B in it, and it's the first name, Bruno. Okay, got it, yep. Uh yeah, so I'll read this and, and have more information on it. Now, the other, uh, I don't know if you know about this. Uh, are you guys following the James Webb telescope stuff? Um, when it pops up in my feed, ah. I don't pursue it. So all these high-level physicists, not all of them, Ed Witten still isn't on, on board, but Brian Cox, uh, even DeGrasse, uh, all these people, they James Webb Talk about telescope. The no, James Webb, uh, Webb Telescope was sent up to verify that the Big Bang was the beginning of the universe. And it, it did the opposite. It proved that it wasn't. They saw 28 billion years back before the Big Bang. And some of them are claiming, is, are we seeing the face of God? These are science. See, I love physics. You know, now this is so weird. Okay, that's that much. You ever watch something and you fall asleep and it affects your brain, you just don't realize it? Yeah, I woke up. Osmosis, I, I, bro. Yeah, I woke up and I was thinking to myself that maybe the Big Bang was literally. I woke up and I said to myself, maybe the Big Bang was the death of God. Okay, and I don't know where that <laughs> thought came from. So I may have fallen asleep listening, and you know the YouTube just kept going and going because I literally just I woke up and had that, and I was going to use it in one of the Reverend's things because it just said it just like in my brain that the Big Bang was the death of God and not the beginning of life. Right. right. So uh, in 2004, um, 
I think it was Brian Green was doing a lecture at Stony Brook University. And I, somebody put it on MySpace at the time. And I said, ask him what happened, what, what happened before the Big Bang? What came before the Big Bang? And man, did I get a bunch of fucking hate from that. Like, you know, uh, nothing happened before the Big Bang. The bang, Big Bang was the start of everything. What a stupid imbecile you are. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All, all all day and night, people were ridiculing right. me. I said, I don't, I'm not so sure. And now we know that the Big Bang, was, there was 28 billion years before the Big Bang. Who's right. the idiot now, guys? <laughs> yeah, I should go back on MySpace looking for those people, and all I'll find is like, I don't, Tom, does MySpace Tom. even still like function? Yeah, it's a music, it's a music site. I was just being silly, but I just can imagine Tom sitting there in his basement, like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> but yeah, 20, no. 28 billion years is a, a long time. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's just the stupidest sentence ever uh, uttered. Uh, a long time because the Big Bang supposedly happened 13.8 billion years, so that's more than double uh, going back in time. So, uh, interesting right. stuff, but they're all claiming to see the face of God out there. You know uh, what's interesting is that, like, um, if you like follow the genealogies or whatever, like, uh, like true like Bible following scholars or whatever, they say the Earth is only like uh, nine thousand, sixty five hundred years old or something like that. Six yeah. or seven thousand like, years old. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're like nine thousand. Like through the genealogies, it's somewhere between like eight and nine thousand. They're idiots. Like that. Yeah, they're idiots. Like, and which to me only like exemplifies the ridiculousness of believing that for like the the truth of everything like yeah. i'm not saying it's not a good book i'm not saying it doesn't have good things in it beneficial things in it but it's certainly not anything that should be taken as the absolute stitch of truth now i just want to point out that kelly abuses me all the time and, and nobody ever writes her letter saying you too, bro. Bro, you were massively abusive okay. to the game flicker back in the original. Like when she went, when she became the bean flicker, like you really went after her. Like how? First. What do you mean? I like, think um, uh, you're uh, making this up. You're lying. No, no, no. You're lying. I swear. You're lying. Like, uh, uh, if we look back at some of the, like, so my first episode was episode 85. So it'll be after that. Oh, you're muted. <laughs> am I? No. Am I? No. No, I'm. Don't. He's, he's kind of right. gullible. First, of all, first the, of all, Will, I don't like the fact that you're disparaging everything and said me. I'm he's a so real gullible. book. I'm no. a real book. And you yeah. just sit there and just. You, how dare you? Oh that my reminds God. Me a, that reminds me of the clam. Let me show you the clam video. Bro, <laughs> Bro you saw me hitting this, right? Like, I'm way too high. But don't be talking to me at a Lindbergh. Lindbergh, uh, in 1938, received the Order of the German Eagle with a star from Hermann Göring on behalf of Adolf Hitler. Right. Uh, oh my I, God. I, I think I modify uh, my statement that he never really came out as a Nazi. Because if he, if he accepted yeah. a, a, an eagle, the uh, yeah. German eagle from Hitler. I mean, you would think so. <laughs> I mean, that's, think that's, that's pretty accepting. This <laughs> is and, one of and, America's and greatest heroes, supposedly. Yeah. I'm Get, saying Hitler wouldn't even give Jesse Owens a medal that he earned. Right. And he's going to give yeah. wings to, to, no, yeah. And this isn't like really early. This is 1938. Hitler was already full. Yeah, he Hitler. was full grown. Hitler. Yeah, he was already he in was the not, Hitler was not a nice man. 
I'm going to go out yeah, on the limb and say that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but meet him. He was nice to dogs. Uh, he was not, uh, German Shepherds. He loved German Shepherds. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't think Hitler was a nice man. Well, it depends on who. To who? I mean, dogs. He was nice to dogs. He had a little problem with Jewish people and, and Christians and handicapped. Everybody. everybody yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with GD on this and say that uh, very very. Oh, don't be jumping on the bandwagon now, Willie. Don't be jumping on the Bill Hitler was a bad man now, Willie. Where were you? Where were you in 1945? Huh? Where were That's, you then? Yeah, you're gonna come all of a sudden in 2020. I'm pretty sure I have a star. Jump on the bandwagon. Oh no, sorry, Willie. It's too late for you to jump on the Hitler's a Batman bandwagon. You can't do it now. It's too late. Listen, I want to shove a pineapple up his up his ass just like the next guy. Okay. Hey, okay, his sexual proclivities are set aside. All right. Set that aside. I'm talking about a historical Hitler was not a bad and you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna fictionalize him just like Santa Claus. And eventually like like 150, 200 years from now, Hitler's gonna be like dropping presents down the chimney to all good little Nazis. Okay, that's just going to happen. They're going to fictionalize them, and they're going to have their own. The Nazis are going to have their own little holiday in December, and they're going to make it just before whenever whenever Hanukkah is. They're going to make their holiday come like the week before holiday, so you can see the Jews copied. And they're going to say Hitler brings good little toys to good little Nazis down the chimney every. That's what's going to happen in two hundred years. Watch, write that down. Write that down, Matt. Two hundred years from now, it's all right history. Well, I won't be here to read it for you. Uh, I can write aren't it down. Taking, aren't you taking those little pills? Or did you send them all to Willie? You mean the patch? Oh, no. That, no I, I got to send that to Willie. No, I stopped taking those pills four years ago. You're going to It's not pills, effects, by the way. By the way did it do anything bad to you? I want to know that beforehand. Well, I had a full head of hair when I started. Uh, taking oh, it. don't fucking tell me that. You're fucking, listen, bro, don't fuck with my hair. I love my hair. You stop taking right. the carbon molecules, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. Uh, Terry Furtado, is that how you pronounce your name, Terry? I'm sorry if I'm not. I'm, Looks like uh, it. Where's Joel Davis? Uh, the Andre. I don't know about the Andre. Uh, Joel Davis is scheduled for 11, 10 minutes from now. So we, we're expecting to be uh, in the program in about 10 minutes. You, you sit tight, I guess. And what is uh, GD's last show once again? Why? Who said it was GD's last show? I didn't say it was GD's last show yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think he was just assuming based on the fucking rant he was going on that that would be the next thing he would say. Oh. <laughs> well, don't assume stuff, Kelly. Uh, now, you were saying I was... You were saying that I was brutal to Kelly. Yeah, no. Well, okay, well, no, okay. You you were um, <laughs> you were really <laughs> questioning the whole what is what is this beam flicking? Like, how often are you flicking this beam? Like, you remember he like you like really questioned the whole beam flicking because I never yeah, heard it was new to you. It was new to you. Yeah, like JD is with me. Our generation did not call it that. No, no. Yeah, my generation also calls it clicking the mouse. What? Clicking the mouse? Oh, clicking the mouse. Yeah. All right. You know well, you know what? I, I got to say, yesterday, I was remiss, uh, and you guys don't fucking help at all. Uh, I didn't play a fucking single commercial yesterday. Now, no, you didn't no, play any commercial? Did. You did start because... 
I started. I was just showing. I was just displaying because we were talking about uh, his sexy Taco Bell voice or Taco Joe's voice or whatever. And I started a little bit of the naked wine stuff to show Andy Willie's sexy voice. My phone, but I my phone is starting to suffer from Willieitis. Whenever you play commercials, my yeah. phone was like fucking up like it didn't used to. I mean, it's like I was, it was, I was seeing the commercial like way after hearing it, way after it was gone. It's my phone is like I, I was trying to see if there's like an update on the app or something. I may, I may have to. Um, I guess you contact StreamYard with these bug issues. They probably don't even know about it. Nobody's. Well, I didn't know. I it wasn't. Yes, yes, it was. The, yes, it was. When I was actually trying to fix it. That's why I kept switching earbuds and well, stuff like that, and it just kept happening. So now I get I'm a notification no, every day that every day that I come on, I get a notification that um it's having issues with Chrome, which is what I I use Chrome yeah. to come on here. Yeah, and yeah, so, have to. That's the only thing that works. Yeah, but yeah. it tells me that I have connectivity issues, which it right. Didn't it it to tells do. me that but for for using Chrome, I'm going to have connectivity issues. It yeah, just I'm started not... doing that yesterday. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of, uh, I don't know. I well, might have to squ- uh, switch services at some point on this stuff. But I do have to run an ad because I didn't run any yesterday. I should probably run two today. I'm not seeing anything from Joel Davis about him not being able to connect. So I'm assuming he's going to be here in seven minutes or so. So, But for now, uh, let's learn about uh, Creative Live. Yeah. Uh, which Ian hates the B-roll in this commercial. Let's analyze the B-roll in this commercial and see what Ian hates about it. All right. It's time to unleash your creative excellence. Dreams won't work if you don't. They Nothing never happen overnight, and they rarely follow a straight That's line. A weird. Excellence is a result of the hustle, consistently pushing to do better, <laughs> and success... <laughs> looks different for everyone creativelive.com charts paths and tailors content for students now that but they also encourage independent thinking and exploration go outside of your comfort zone who knows you might actually like it right now you can get up to 70 percent off through this exclusive offer for coffee with the dog creativelive.com has site-wide sale for coffee with the dog listeners Save up to 70% off. Go to MindDogTV.com and click on the link on the homepage now. Yeah, uh, Kelly's def- defending the whole bean-flicking stance there in, in the chat room. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, but, uh, listen, there's nothing to defend. I'm not being judgmental about the process of it. I just never heard the terminology before. Uh, right. It wasn't something that my generation called. We just called it fingering yourself. Yeah, <laughs> rubbing one out, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, I, I I closely watched that video, and one of the things I didn't know is that first of all, Branson is still claiming that he's a, a member of a virgin group, which I doubt that he's still a virgin. So that's the first thing that I would I have an issue with. Now he was offering a, a free, not free, but flights to out of space. I don't know if he's still planning on doing that, but he. Yeah, no, I I think they are. I um, wanted to do a GoFundMe to send the, the head of the Flat Earth dudes out to, out of space with them. Oh, and my I, God. That would fucking be awesome. Yeah. Like, come on. Now claim, you know, that you didn't do it. Uh, bring a, a, a phone up there. Let's, uh, you know, yeah. let's, let's film yeah. your whole experience. Look out the window. Uh, 
it, the earth look flat to you? Uh, they will find a way to justify this. They said, well, we weren't looking, we weren't outside the plane. It could have been projected onto this windows that those weren't really windows, those were screens. No, they'll find somewhere. If they really want to believe, they'll find a way to believe it. Don't waste the, don't waste the money on them. Send me. Why? You, <laughs> yeah, send GD because I'm not going. Ain't no fucking way I'm going. <laughs> I don't think I would go. I mean, I would want to go with the flat earth guys just to rub it in their face. But um, it's a little scary of a proposition for me. Yeah, I, no, I'm not getting shot in the fucking space. That's not happening. <laughs> but, but it's low altitude can, space. A, a fighter jet? Sure, I'll go with a fighter jet, but not in a rocket ship. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's not really high space. It's low space. It's just at the condom sphere. Just when you're just you're just breaking out the condom sphere. And it's, so, it's, yeah. oh my god, I don't know if because when we were having them on with Zach last year. Um, because I, I, I was doing, well, working on a movie or something, and Zach was really excited about talking to Flat Earth people. So I hooked him up yeah. with Dave Weiss, who was the leader of the Flat Earth cult. Um, yeah. I was looking up people that will take you to space. There's a place in New Zealand that does it by balloon. <laughs> with balloons? Yeah, a balloon up to space. That is uh, a little scary for me because uh, sooner or later, I mean, where do, how do you control a balloon when you get up to the guy who? Uh, yeah, I've been in a high balloon. There's not a lot of control to that Oh yeah, yeah, but you can control it. What it is because there are different air currents going at different elevations. So if you yeah. want to go, let's say that way, you go to the elevation where the air currents are going that way. I mean, and then that you is catch true. that air current, and then if yeah. you want to go back the other way, you lower yourself and go like yeah. So you can do it. It's just not an exact. It's just not right, 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 right. Like, like there's not. You don't have great directional control. Right. You don't have any like rudders. That. You don't have any rudders or airlines or steering wheels. You just have to know your height. I mean, yeah. there are they. There are ways to steer it because, like, uh, I remember when I was riding in hot air balloon last year. Um, we were w w on our landing. We were actually we were probably within two feet of a house but this dude like uh he pulled on one of the wires which like adjusts the balloon somehow like like um, well, it doesn't yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm yeah and it and it turned it turned the balloon and and turning the balloon he turned the basket and he turned that fucking thing perfectly to where we fucking like just went around the corner and missed that house our guest is here. I just want, before we bring him in, I just want to clear this up. Uh, spaceperspective.com. Uh, I think there doesn't say if they're New Zealand or Australia. So, uh, propelled by a space balloon trademark uh, technology used for decades by the likes of NASA, spaceship Neptune is the first carbon natural way to travel to space. Uh, no rockets, no G-forces. Experience gentle, meticulously crafted spacecraft in one of our one-of-a-kind space lounge place. It looks like a very cool uh, place to hang out, even if it doesn't go to space. Uh, so, so is it like what? Does it look like a, a like a high-tech Zeppelin? It looks like a. Um, a very cool cigar bar or something like that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they... it, it's a. A uh, circular thing, yeah. And uh, space flight, it takes, uh, it's a six hour journey uh, complete with a meal and cocktails. Great place to take a first day. Hey, baby, want to go to space? How much? I'm looking for the price. Uh, Free to good home. And like, what? 
like is it it's enclosed then like what you're traveling it has in? to be the yeah, air, the air, the air sweeps in and it's cold as fuck <laughs> you're going up to where there yeah you would be freezing well, who your, knows? maybe they put you in a single nut or off. something you know what i mean like that's why that's why i'm asking now, that would be too expensive to have a spacesuit for each person you had to make just one big container well right, you would think you know what yeah. i mean yeah that's they don't have it. the pricing here, but last year when I looked it up, I believe my memory, and we know how spotty my memory can be. Oh, book now. Uh, if I click the book now. Uh, hold on. Is there a coupon? $125,000 USD. Wow. So if you're going to take a date up there, it's going to be two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, quarter of a million I mean, dollars. But, but I mean, or if you got hours. money like that, if you got money like that, I'm sure there's plenty uh, ladies that would uh, six hour six hours for two uh, for a quarter of a million dollars. Just think what Gilligan's cool. Island could have done because they had three days. All right, but, time to, what? Like, no, it's also it's crew. also a one. You know, that's not something you're doing a bunch. You know what I mean? So it's probably like a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience that very few people are ever going to get to do. You know what I mean? I wonder if Joel oh. Davis has ever done that. That's my way of saying, shut the fuck up, Willie. Our guest is here. Uh, <laughs> Joel, da- Joel real, da- real Deal Davis uh, is a stand-up comedian, former pro wrestler, MMA fighter, and motivational speaker. He's here now. Let's welcome in Joel Real Deal Davis. Hey, hey, Matt. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Matt, thanks for having me on the Mad Dog TV here. It's it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Mind Dog, Mind Dog, that's it, yeah. yeah, Hey, I know these guys. I've seen these guys on a couple of your shows. It's great to see William not freezing his balls off this time. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, if you actually watch the show, you knew just one ball. Yeah, just one. Just one. You're you're not a real fan. You don't know that you just one ball. And and, and this is GD over there. He's he's not lost for words, man. Now, Joe, let me ask you where you're from because you just said GD over there, like I would say, hey, GD over there. But uh, you, I don't think you're a New Yorker, are you? In New I'm, York? originally, I'm originally from New York, but I ended up in Massachusetts. I took the wrong exit. <laughs> so you voluntarily, you voluntarily became a mass hole. Yeah, yeah, I voluntarily became a mass hole. Uh, now, now uh, a lot of I mean, comedy. It was probably a natural transition from New Yorker, right? I mean, yeah, a lot <laughs> yeah. of comedy up in Massachusetts. And are you in the Boston area? Yeah, I'm south of Boston, man. Yeah, so oh. yeah, Boston, Rhode Island, uh, yeah, Connecticut. Yeah, uh, you I, know, uh, Alan Richardson. He's a comedian in the Boston area. That uh, you know that guy. Yeah, I don't know him, brother. No, I haven't oh, heard of him. He's got a great bit about Mario. I assume that you guys knew each other because, like, the day before we got a guest request from you, Willie said he knew a lot of wrestlers and because I was uh, <laughs> I was saying I'm sick of having just comedians on. He said, uh, you know, I know a bunch of wrestlers. How about that? And I said, yeah, I would love to talk to wrestlers. You guys don't know each other? No, no, no not, not directly. Just, oh, a, no, no. just a coincidence then because it was basically no. the same day that he brought that up. I mean, uh, the cool. one thing I know about I did I did Google William just to get an idea of who I'm going to be dealing with, and I found out he's he's related. He's a brother from another mother from uh, Conway Twitty. Is that true? The musician. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No. I don't. Although no, I do have a great country voice. That is true. That's... He is a descendant of Colonel Lee Tom Tom Lee Willie Conway yeah. or something. Yeah, right. Tom, uh, Colonel Thomas Conway. Yeah, is yeah. actually one of my. Uh, Ancestors and his, his sister's uh breasts are known as Conway's twitty titties. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, yeah. Joel, I, 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 yes, 
I'll just say the the name Real Deal is that a MMA name or is that a wrestling name or is it a joke name? No, it's, real deal it's, a, oh, it's a real name, man. Uh, I got that name ninety one uh, GD, uh, nineteen ninety one in pro wrestling, right out of Kilikowalski School, Walter Kilikowalski. Wow. Right. Uh, the, yeah, the okay, name. so did, did they assign nicknames like like in the Air Force, or did you pick your own? Well, you get you get a ring name by your persona and what you do in the ring. You know, Kowalski. Uh, you know, he said you know the you know, the real deal. I mean, after Holly, Holyfield, of course, in boxing, but in pro wrestling, I'm the only real deal in pro wrestling. I live you, so you do card tricks then. So that's you. Well, I do card tricks on people's faces. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, Hank, I shouldn't say I. Hank Porter was uh, known as the real deal, and it pissed a lot of people off in uh, in the uh, country music world. But uh, we'll yeah. move on past that. Now, uh, pro wrestling uh, was that growing up? You that's that's what your uh, big passion was. That's what you wanted to be, or did you just kind of get into that because you were a big, strong guy and. Uh, well, I've always been athletic, man. I played football, boxing. I got my first pair of boxing gloves at 10 years old. Um, got in some trouble. I beat up the neighbors. I put one one of the kids through the closet door, and the mother came out yelling, hey, what's going on? And just loved boxing. And then I liked the pro wrestling. I liked the show part of it. And and then as I got into my teen years, I, I got into the uh, backyard wrestling, um, you know, in 86, 87. And um, we had a, a backyard wrestling federation with a uh, – Cardboard on the on the ground, the poles a few feet into the man. ground, the, the the yellow rope yeah. man, and and yeah. we, we did this right through the freaking winter. I was gentleman Joel, uh, bare chested, white sweatpants, gentleman down the side in Maka, tin championship. I went undefeated, um, and uh, it wasn't rigged back then either. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, that backyard shit was pretty fucking real. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I was boxing. I was I was boxing, uh, gentleman. And and uh, also uh, started working to pro wrestle with Kowalski, and I was training with Ch Chick Charles Rose, who brought a couple of the uh, athletes to the U.S. Olympics. Wow! Uh, so I was doing both in 1991. I, I got out of high school in '87, and uh, the woman I was living with at the time said, "You got to pick one of these. You know, you can't do both because I wasn't around. You know, and and yeah, uh, I picked the pro wrestling. You know, I, you know, you know. Eventually, like you know, I got into MMA." Right. Uh, I'm interested in pro wrestling now. Ninety in the nineties, it probably was better than when because Hulk Hogan was on Rogan and he was that talking was the about heyday, yeah. Uh, before before the Rocky movie, he was in was that what was that three or two what, that Hulk Hogan Rocky was in? three he was in. three. Yeah, he said before that he was pretty much dirt poor, even though he was he was very well known in in the wrestling world, and you know I I don't know champion or whatever yeah WWF, but yeah. it was it basically paid nothing. By the time you got into it, was was it a lucrative career in the nineties? Well, you know it was it was I I started in February ninety one, Matt, and um, I debuted in October of of ninety one, um, out of Killer Kowalski's. And um, it was, uh, you know, 10 months of training. I, I broke a left ankle in the process. I trained wow. with Triple H. Triple H, who's in the WWE right now, who's a part owner. Um, he was in the, he was in training with me. Also, uh, Perry Satin of the Eliminators was in training. Uh, China, Joni Lara, who's a female wrestler who's passed away since. And um, it, was, it was a tough racket in those 10 months. And, you know, the, the ankle got broken. I came back. Kowalski was surprised that I came back. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't have all the advantage of some of the other, the other athletes, you know, as far as height and everything else. And then in 91, I, I debuted IWCCW international world-class championship wrestling. That's this, uh, that's this one right here. And where's that out of? That's, um, 
You know, remember the um, the I don't know if you if you follow pro wrestling at all, but the Von Erich brothers were big in in Texas, and uh, it was it was the Freebirds and the Von Erich. So it was Texas, and they merged with New Jersey, uh, the Savoldi League, which was ICW, and it became. IWCCW, International World Class Championship Wrestling. So that was my debut with Sports Channel America. Um, they put me up against uh, Irish farm boy Muffet. Um, this guy was like a, a, a modern haystack Calhoun, big, big dude. He had a big yeah. freaking 500 pounds, squashed me. And um, that was the beginning of the career. But as far as making some, it was difficult. You know, you get $50 here, 25 here. And man, right. it was tough. It was, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even pay for your training expenses at at that point. No, <laughs> no man, and you and you and you beat up, and you you know you see in the chiropractor, and you yeah, there's the no road. medical coverage. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah. no medical coverage, man. But you get you yeah. get a lot of get a lot of crazy chicks in the fan. You know, the fans a little bonus. You know what I mean? The fans like it. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I hang out with the I I literally hang out with like maybe five or six wrestling former wrestlers now comedians. And when they get together, I think if you let them talk for five minutes, by the sixth minute, they're already talking about wrestling again. How long in a regular conversation before you start talking wrestling tales? <laughs> you know, yeah, man. You know, you, you know what, Jay, at that, Jay, GD, it's, it's a good question, but no, man, I'm not. I, I'm, that's, that's done, man. Yeah, yeah but it's, um, I'm saying it's done for them, too. They're not wrestling, but they it doesn't take some girl may walk by and they're like, did I ever tell you I fucked a so and so sister? She remember the guy. You know the guy that used to wrestle, but and they and it all get into the wrestling <laughs> stories. Yeah, and literally yeah. it takes like five or six minutes, and and it doesn't take much. It, the conversation could be about football. Uh, anything, and then, anything can trigger it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, and it just something triggers it. It's like a bubble yeah. floats to the top of their beer, and they go. Did I ever yeah. tell you about the time I was staring at the ceiling when I was being pinned by you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, man. I got so many stories, brothers. You wouldn't even know, man. There's so many road stories and, and ring rat stories and right. you know what I mean. It's just crazy. But 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 that's a great question. Uh, uh, you know that you just brought that you brought to the table here on the podcast this morning. But I'll tell you, I, I, unless someone brings it up, I'm not even going to talk about it, the business pro wrestling. Right. Pro wrestling is a business too. I'm not okay because I've watched two. I've watched two so far. Two of your videos and not once did you mention wrestling. Now oh. I think they mentioned them in the beginning. They did like when they do the introduction. And I think they mentioned. Did they talk? Mention, I think they mentioned Jerry Springer also. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 But Were yeah. But I remember. I, or what? I was yeah. for Jerry Springer. Yeah, I was flown out uh, two times to Chicago in 1999 as a guest on Jerry Springer. I was on <laughs> Secret Lovers Tell All, and um, Steve can't. Steve can't <laughs> stop me, bro. I don't know how I never got on like Springer what? or Maury. Like I was. For sure, that one of those shows is going to be called one day. Like, Man. what? Is what they were just going to call you? They didn't. You didn't know audition for him. You were just waiting, looking at the phone, thinking Jerry Springer is going to call me any fucking minute. What? I mean, I mean, if I was a producer, I'd fucking hire this guy William Conway. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but you'd have to know about no, no, that. The reason I say that is because, like, some like some chick that I used to like. You got to remember, bro. I got I got six kids with seven different mothers. You like, yeah, I thought I'd probably end up on Maury someday. You know what I mean? Like for real. Like for fuck's sake, I for sure 
thought one of these bitches would get mad and fucking, you know, whatever, you know, like in whatever fashion, because it was always drama and none of them ever wanted me around. They all, you bro, know, that's what I said. Did you bro, ever you stop to think? Did you ever stop to think that once they got rid of you, they just didn't want to see you again, not on television? No, I mean, not that was probably, that's probably <laughs> that's, true. That's, that's probably exactly what happened. Bro, you, bro, bro, like, you, I'm rid of that fucker. Yeah. Let's be gone. Yeah. If you had Let's, money, they'd come after you. But I you, think exactly. Exactly. I, I think I think uh, Willie dodged it like the draft, man. You just gotta you get out of there, man. You get out of you get out of like the sight of it. They were, they probably were thinking about giving you a buzz, but so you know Joe, Joe with, it, with with Springer, <laughs> did he tell you to like? The, the, did they tell the audience they want you to fight and and and, and get out and rowdy and all that kind of stuff? Did they they prime hey, you for that, or is that all? Hey brother, hey, brother. spontaneous. Yeah, man, I just can't bring. I can't talk about that, bro. Yeah. Oh. Oh, they make you sign an NDA. I bet they do. I bet they do. He's dead. He's Would dead. Surprise me in the least. He's like Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. Jerry <laughs> Tesla is not dead. I'm telling you, he's on an island with Elvis Presley. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Jerry and Elvis are freaking singing somewhere right now. Wow. Um, Springer, but honest to God, gentlemen, just so you know, I got to know Springer somewhat, not really that well, but the second time I was on the show and they flew me out, um, I get, got to speak to Jerry briefly, and every other word was F out of his mouth, and he was just, he was a, he's a real character. Even, well, even which, which F? Which Because I, I know like six F words, so uh, which one did he? Well, right for fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, you oh, can say oh. whatever you want here. This is, oh, yeah. okay. So he never mentioned me. He never said Fenderson. He's the no, no, he no, he never mentioned you. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what you got to do to get Jerry Springer to mention your name. He probably know. talked about Tom Segura a lot, though. <laughs> probably, yeah. Well, you um, know, Jer Jerry's funnier than Tom Segura. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah, almost fun. everybody is, except for everybody is pretty much, <laughs> except for GD. Um, <laughs> no, we've already acknowledged that he is. So yeah, we did. Oh, we he did. did. Now, he did. Slightly, but they sent him back. Tom Segura, Tom Segura is right here. J GD's right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, now I'm I'm curious about because motivational speaker, uh, you want to be taken seriously as a fitness coach and 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 health coach. You want to be taken seriously as a stand up comedian. You don't really want to be taken seriously. How do you make? How do you uh, kind of navigate those two worlds night and day man night and day so it's a whole different ball game you know matt so uh so the motivation speaking i had about four years and running with it uh anti-bullying self-defense and staying fit living your dream so mostly mostly children based crowd up to senior citizens um just basically you know and staying fit living your dream talking to the children about don't matter if you got one parent where you came from if low poverty and you can live your dream you know and I'm, I'm living proof of that you know what i mean uh, you know i was brought up you know, by one parent and, you know, you know, not so well, like, you know, financial and, and, you know, I had, I had severe asthma, scoliosis. And, and I tell the kids, look, Hey, listen, you know, I, I made pro wrestling, you know, trying to spot, you know, motivate the, the children, bring which the parents. Parent? You said you had one parent, which one? Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I uh, was brought up by my mom and um, yep. So Did she teach you to wrestle. No, I knew you were gonna come up with something, dude. What? I'm just asking. No, man, I'm no, no, uh, look, I'm just saying. Listen, I watched some. Joe, of the, don't I let it bother you. This no, is his last no, day on the no, show. 
I've watched some of your old wrestling moves. Okay, and it's it looks like your mother taught you some of them. Okay, oh, really? like the like the, well, the, the one with the season. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just no. If you would like his, uh, if you would like his home address, so you can go beat the shit out of him, oh, I, I would like be happy to. That's a hot shit, man. Yeah. I just don't want this conversation to get in like it was with Alice and Di and you start talking about breast size and freaking bras and shit. Wow, I forgot all about that. that. Yeah, we were supposed to get him off the show. And that was his last show. show. Yeah. And Paul Willie was freezing on that show. Was, yeah. You know, this is interesting. Why <laughs> Have you got an space heater, Willie? What, what, what changed? Oh, he's you warm know? today. He doesn't yeah. have his own shit. His is own it shit. just warmed up in in New Mexico or something? What's going on? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean there's a couple things. We we negotiated the turning on of the heat in the oh. house, yeah, uh, which was which was critical. <laughs> uh, we also started shutting the back door, uh, which helps. You know, yeah, um, the, well, the reason the back door. So we always leave our our back door open because we have dogs that go in and out um, through the night or whatever sometimes. Uh, but so we just kind of decided to. Uh, that, now that's the epitome of laziness. You leave the door open so you don't have to let the dog out. You could close the I door mean, and put a uh, not, door not in. Not my it. dog. Not our dog. Our dogs stay in our room with us at night. So when our dogs want to go to the bathroom, they're like up in our face, and we got to get up and let them out. You know. All right, I mean? like, get it off the of Plus, can't... my dog will run off, so I have to like when she, when she goes to the bathroom, I bring her back in because if I like, I don't leave her like I don't like tying her up in the backyard if I don't have to. See, this is so this is how the show goes like off to go the rail. Anyway. You, 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 I was going to say, Matt, you asked this guy. Question to tell you a whole story. I know. Yeah, I'm so it, sorry. I'm concise sorry. is my not bad. his thing. My bad. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you know this about me, but well, like because you know, okay, so like back in there was this guy, you know, and, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I gotta tell you something though. So this weekend, though, this weekend I stopped at the gas station, the the one just by my house, and the clerk, uh, like says something to me. And I was like, huh? And he goes, you don't, you don't talk much, do you? And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? All right, you need it. I was like, I was like, um, maybe not to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. Like, all right, all right, wrap it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe, let's talk, about your stand up let's talk about he your talk, stand-up he talks comedy. A lot more. He talks a lot more, Matt, when he's warm. Yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> he, no, he, he didn't say much, right? He, he talks all the time. I mean, he's no, just like, not in that a, cold show, though. Not but, the Halloween show. He was quiet. Well, I think I was cutting him off, or GD was just uh, talking about boobs too much. But uh, the fact is, uh, you know, he basically just rambles, but he never says anything. He talks. He, he just talks, keeps talking, I mean, but he never says anything. Yeah, he's he um, making sense, but. T- tell me about stand up and how how you made that transition and and why you made that transition. Why, how- well, I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I just ended up getting into stand up. It's a little over one year now. Uh, um, it's it's at the point of the point of my life that you know I'm, I'm done with the professional wrestling, the MMA. I, I had the short career in MMA, mixed martial arts, cage fighting, motivation speaking, and. You know, as as I was growing up, I always I always enjoyed comedy. You know, back in the backyard wrestling federation days, we also did our own like movies. You know, um, you know from you know and there were in the war, you know, chasing people and shit. And you know, Al ended up becoming like you know 
tackling people and you know because i always like the you know the combat shit and it was that that was going then i tried commercial i did claiborne cologne and ked shoes um both commercials sucked they never made it uh, i tried um I, and then i did some theater i was in uh the theater play robinson and and uh caruso wow. i was friday i i had one line i said me friday you robinson um i didn't mess that up i don't think and uh so anyway, so and then when I did Springer '99, the producer of Springer said, "Hey, Joel, he says you're pretty funny, man." He says, "You know," but at the time, I wasn't. I was going to be engaged to be married. I was engaged to be married to somebody else, by the way, not the woman. I was <laughs> but anyways, that's another story for another day. So and now, now this time, this part of my life, Matt and gentlemen, I thought, hey, let's give it a shot. So. So how did it start? Was you did somebody uh was you go to an open mic and somebody said you know push you up there and say guy I, well, I did an open mic on November first, twenty twenty two, for a guy named Parada out of Rhode Island. I just tried it out and I I, I got prepared myself. I took it serious, and Parada said he says he says hey he says I got to get you in front of people. He says you have potential. And I was like, all right, I didn't know if he was just shitting me. And within like three weeks, he had me on a poster and I was in front of, you know, a crowd of like 150 people. And I've been going. What, every, is, what is Kelly saying here? Now, your Matt's not a gentleman. He called the other two guys gentlemen, not me. Uh, yeah. just, so, just to be clear about that. So, so Joel, you, you did a, a joke a, a bit about a, meeting a woman on, I think, like Plenty of Fish or something. And she was like 500 pounds. And in the video, if you look, there's a woman that's roughly fits that description of what you're talking about. And her friend is like looking at her laughing, but yeah. she is not laughing. No. And I would think that she would have been laughing. You could tell she'd be laughing because you'd see some kind of movement or something. Yeah, that's a little uncomfortable, I guess. Well, yeah. right. and that's what I was going to say to him. Did, did Were you aware that there was a woman that large sitting I, directly I, in front of you when you did that? Honestly, to be honest with you, I really didn't care. I mean, I, because that's my that's my story. Well, you you got to stick to your, what what your plan yeah, I mean, is. No, exactly. you can't you can't I mean, change I mean, your act. I mean, I'm going to do jokes that that are realistic, and that that really yeah. happened. That was the one that and I talked about the woman getting her nipple uh, chewed off. I don't know if you've seen that one, and and they could and the ladies were laughing, Matt. And do you I still have the nipple? Say again. Do you still have the nipple after you chewed it off? It wasn't me chewing the nipple. It was a female chewing another female's nipple. Ow. I don't, know, I don't know anything about it besides that, man. Oh, man. man. I, I, I do know that the woman in front, the heavyset ladies, if this is the same uh, gig you've seen, they laughed about it. And I said, hey, did this happen to you? Because she seemed to kind of relate to it, you know. That's right. uncomfortable even to think about. Now, could you bleed out from that, from a nipple being bit on? There oh, we yeah, go. I bet you could. I yeah. bet you could. Why? There's not enough blood there for that. I would think there is a ton of blood there. My, yeah. I mean, well, it's gonna my, bleed. I'm like, if you don't, if you don't like address it, if you just like, if, you got to put pressure on. You got. Well, if there's the no bleed. blood, how do they get hard? No, I didn't say no blood. I said not a lot. You know. Well, it's, right, it's still, not. It but I mean, dude, when I cut hard. when I cut this mole off my face, like that bled like a motherfucker until oh, I you, fucking you just like saw. put pressure on it. You would never make it in MMA. <laughs> Say what? Saw. You saw a little bit of blood on my face. Oh, I came in too. So, no, I said, you can bring you it back realize, to Joel and get off of you guys for a second. No, no, no. He just called me soft. <laughs> and you realize that you said that right after I said I cut a mole off my fucking face. 
well, like yeah. myself, not a doctor or something like that. Uh, don't you wind this guy. Anything off your body? I'll wind up now. Yeah, yeah, it takes well, it, it, it takes a, a lot of it takes a lot of moxie to cut a piece of your body off of yourself, bro. I was, did my own circumcision. Okay, I didn't oh want to hear my the god. Thing. <laughs> oh my, and that's why you're in any. <laughs> you got two of the best here with you, Matt. Two of the best. It doesn't take much to get them going. I don't. I don't know what you I. You should I've see the rejects, to. Joel. I don't know what I've done to deserve the blessing that I've gotten, but uh, I certainly must have done something right in my life, too. Hey, um, well, this is medical uh, information we, for everybody. People can learn. We, we completely skipped over the real deals MMA career. I want to hear a little about that. Well, Matt, whatever you want to know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I definitely would love, love to hear about that. Now, MMA... Uh, definitely implies anyway stuff like uh karate jujitsu and that kind yeah. of stuff um but i would think as a wrestler that's enough you know it's that's all you need is that one skill right or am i wrong no no i need more than that yeah so um so so i did i did my i started martial arts like karate in, in uh 2009 um, and then I did a little jujitsu in 2009 2010 i already had a bo some boxing skill but I concentrated in 09 and, and, and 2010 gentlemen in kickboxing. Um, I was more nice. of a fighter. Yeah. So, uh, so I was sparring and I trained 10 months and I, uh, I fought in 2011 for cage fight and extreme. And um, it's, uh, you know, three rounds and, it, you know, on ground, you know, the on ground, you know, and then stand and fighting. And um, it's, it's a lot of training, man, for, one one fight and you and then you sign a waiver. Literally, I signed a waiver. Um, and the waiver had stated that the organization promotion is not responsible for fatality. Wow, right, and you know, and right, and, and you got to get all the different blood tests and uh, guacamole tests, and you have to be licensed, and your cornermen have to be licensed. So, I, I had I had Ambrose and I had Shahari, which were, were two different dojos I was training in, but they were competition. In the city, you see what I mean. So one was a stand up, you know what I mean, guys. Someone was a stand up. One was an on ground. So I had those two, and they didn't get along. They were yeah. yelling shit to me. I could hear my <laughs> the, my opponent's guys yelling across the whole cage. But those two guys were like, didn't I'm like, I probably made a mistake. Like, I think if I were applying for a job and there was a uh, disclaimer on there that you you could die on the job and you have to uh, you know give away your right yeah. to any claim of a dying on the job, that would make me think maybe I don't want to work here. Yeah, well, comedians can do that. We just don't sign a waiver. We can die on stage. We just don't sign a waiver. <laughs> I die on stage all the time. Uh, yeah. I think everybody does sometimes. But no, yeah. but that's Willie. No, that's but that's Willie's final act. That's his. Yeah, that's no, his final I, act. I do. Uh, I do an act out that is like a. a it's called slow death. It's a. It's a, yeah. Anyway. Yes, it's basically you. What yeah. you are. It's slow death. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But just, but it's just very. So you, yeah, but just so like, you is all, this fucking over yet? Yeah. <laughs> so you all know you all you 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 all you're all in 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 comedy or somewhat you you're, you're in entertainment. The three of you gentlemen, it's it's a rush like anything else. And the MMA is oh, a, yeah. a huge rush. When you walk into that cage, man, and they're checking you and you're showing your mouthpiece and you're getting in there, man. It's it's a rush, man. You know. Now um, I've had a few jujitsu people on. I've had more than just a few. I've had lots of them on. Uh, people with dojos teaching jujitsu. Uh, there are two schools. One 
that is that takes it as just um, a very just completely, and everybody takes it seriously, but yeah. one is a sober art and the other one is a stoner art. Mm. Uh, uh, which do you, uh, uh, are you a part of that stoner jujitsu or <laughs> non stoner jujitsu? Well, I mean, I, I really can't answer that question. <laughs> I don't know really what the fuck you're talking. Another NDA. Uh, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we. The tenth planet people who believe that uh, smoking, getting stoned out of your mind before you uh, learn jujitsu like, like, enhances. Uh, yeah, I think getting stoned is uh, going to be uh, going to be against you fighting, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I would think. They tell you, they tell you not to mess with chicks either before you get out there. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Uh, Women yeah. weak in legs. That, that's from the Rocky movie. We all make mistakes in life, man. I remember making. I remember going out the night before the fight. That was a big, big mistake, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was out all night. I had this chick spinning around and shit, and drinking. And the next next day is the fight. You know, it wasn't now, a way. I to I used to be a sparring protege back in the day, and one of the things that I used to think of, you know, I didn't I didn't do the, the sex before I would you know, have a match, or before I would spar with someone. But I would think of ex-girlfriends that would really get me enraged. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't be too enraged because then you lose control. You have to be able to, you know, be somewhat uh, responsive to what they're doing and not so much rage that you're just attacking. But, yeah, I used to think of my exes to get, you know, because I'm not really an angry person. I'm a very... You know, yeah, that's not there. that's a good way to be though. That's that's the way I am too, brother. I mean, I, I for me now it's just like not much bothers me. Life's too short, man. You know, you know what I mean? To sweat the small shit in life, you know. So but you know, so. now I, I kind of want to talk to you about this because and not not I, I agree with you that life's too short to sweat the small shit. But I, can I say something real quick before I forget? Sure. You you have such a professional look there. Um your background. <laughs> it's almost like and, and and I hope I'm not disrespecting, but it almost looks like a a Howard Stern look. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard that before. Doesn't it? Is that Conway? Conway Lightly. Okay, first of all, Matt doesn't know who Howard Stern is. You may have to. I'm not familiar with that name. Yeah, he well, of course he knows who that is. No, he, is that... he has no idea. He's never heard of. Did uh, I hit Howard a nerve? Did uh, I hit a nerve? No, no, not at all. Uh, uh-huh. Um, early in my career, I was called a Howard Stern wannabe. Uh, oh no! I'm by not- a program director. No, I don't. I don't fucking carry any scars from it. Believe me. Uh, but I have lately because I had Jackie Martling on almost every other week now, uh, and and it, it seems like I'm trying to do what. <laughs> I find myself trying to incite fights among these guys just to get ratings. And I'm like, maybe he was right. <laughs> 40 years later, maybe he was right. I I am kind of uh, trying to be how it's done. I never you're, thought of that. You're basically the morning guy out of New York City, man. That, that's, that's, uh, that's so I'm Robin Givens. He's the morning guy. The morning guy. He is the morning guy. Yeah, yeah. I th- I definitely think you are kind of Robin Givenish, uh, uh, Gibbons-ish. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> I just want to be funny than Matt Deporo. What's the guy's name? The other guy's name? Uh, Tom Segura. Oh yeah, Tom I want to be just funny than Tom Segura. That's yeah. all. You did that by showing up. <laughs> That's all I needed to do. Hey, look yeah. who's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where where'd you go, Willie? You know. Yeah, bringing up Mr. Okay, that's enough. Fart man, Mr. Mr. Fart man, Howard Stern himself. You know, you know, I can't believe he had the audacity to ever call himself Fart man. My wife will tell you nobody blows it out their ass like this guy. Wow. 
Just saying. Okay. Uh, where did I want to go? Where did I want to go with Joel? Oh, here, here's where I wanted to go with Joel. Um, I was talking about Billy the Kid this morning. Uh, the fastest gun in the West. When you're a fighter, a professional fighter, and I've known a couple of professional fighters, uh, and I don't even know if you consider yourself a professional fighter, being a wrestler, MMA guy, I guess. Um, I knew boxers. And when they were out, everybody wanted to to take on the fastest gun. And that's a kind of like, you always got to fucking fight. You're almost your whole life, people are just, like trying to push buttons, trying to challenge you and all that kind of stuff. Do you deal with that? I got to tell you right now on the, on the podcast, this is what coffee with the dog. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Coffee with the dog. I got to tell you something. And this is is a shoot. You know what a shoot is? Meaning it's, this is hundred thousand percent real. I've been on, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 television programs, 25 podcasts. That is one of the best questions. And no one's ever asked me that. Well, I I, I get that every once in a while. No, that was a good one. That was a good one. You probably stayed up all night thinking it out. No, I I just uh, I I I like talking to people. This that's is a great part question, of, and, yeah. and it's so true. And and that's a problem. It's like you always you you almost always challenged. Um, if I feel the heat in a certain town or a certain state or where I go, because I, I do the nightlife. You know, I'm a single guy, so I'm doing the nightlife. You know, on a regular basis, I'll stay away from the area just because. You know what I mean? And sometimes right. it's not even. Sometimes not even. Some some guy with beer muscles that wants you know wants to try me. It might be some females that just want to try to get my attention. You know what I mean? And try to yeah. work me up a little bit. I mean, yeah. I've had guys come over to me, you know, give me try to give me a shoulder, and the beer spilt on them. And right. then I look at them like, what? And they're like, oh, excuse me. You know what I mean? You know, and there's you know, nothing in it. There's no upside for you in in fighting any of those guys. They're they're first of all, no. most of the time, I'm I'm certain that most of them are not professional fighters. They just got it in their mind, beer muscles or whatever that whatever happened. And there's nothing if you kick the shit out of them, beat them senseless, you get nothing or maybe arrested. If somehow or another they end up beating you, well, you don't get nothing out of it. There is no upside for you in that. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, there's no upside at all, especially in stand up comedy now. Uh, excuse me, one second, Judy. Um, yeah. It's been a comedy. I want to just keep my, I want to be the good guy. You know what I mean, Conway? I don't want any problems. I just want to go up, do my gig. I mean, some of my comedy is very controversial. I do the Joe Biden impersonation. Um, I, I, I I talked about um, foreign people in 7-Eleven in the Middle East and need to speak English correctly. Shit like that, that's controversial. But that's yeah. just my persona. But otherwise, besides that, I don't want any problems i don't you know what i mean so i just go up there try to be the good guy all the time you know so have you, you ever, just fat people in the crowd like you said heavy set woman now, now being single have you been with uh here we go no i'm saying have you been on a date where the woman once she finds out that like you know how to handle yourself does she get like a little extra mouthy because my oh, i had an ex shit. I, I had an exactly ex. what gd saying yeah see i had an ex that once she found that i used to be a sparring protege yeah. she said wait a second you used to box golden gloves used to wrestle yeah. used to do martial arts yeah. And then and then they get a little mouthy, and especially yeah. after one or two drinks. Yeah, know, you have that. And yeah. and what's your favorite? What's your favorite method to diffuse a mouthy woman like that? Wow! Just that's know, having flashbacks. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give it to him. Just give it to him. Yeah. No, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be on the gentleman. I'm trying to be a gentleman like Matt. <laughs> One gentleman. <laughs> no, I, I, you, know what you, do? you know what you do, man. Wow. Yeah. No. You know, that, 
that's a, a pain in the ass when uh, you know women want i remember uh, back in the day like women wanted to get me into fights it's like trying to drag me into fights it's like i don't need that in my life i just don't right. need it was that and, happened yesterday or how long when did that happen yeah. well, <laughs> it, like it, a regular thing going on with matt yeah, not not in a long time because I don't ever leave this chair now, so it's not, not a whole lot. <laughs> of uh, but it, back in the day, no. Let's talk about fitness, because yeah, I don't know what what fuck. Because we are means. not, we have no idea what fitness. I don't is. know what fitness means anymore. I mean, it, I know what you know uh what yeah. what people generally think of fitness and, and shape muscles uh, muscles and all that kind of stuff but more i hear about it uh, i'm thinking sometimes thin or you know less muscle bound all that kind of stuff if i listen if i had my sense that i have now i would have never become a bodybuilder when i was young because i paid the uh, price for it once i hit 50 my mid 50s forget yep. about it. i lost my lower back i have no no okay. vertebrae yeah, in, uh, no yeah. you know in my lower spine l4 to l3 l2 all this guy likes, likes that story like, yeah no no but you know it, it happens to a lot of people matt you know i i, I heard that just recently I, I did independent personal training for a while and i've always tried to stay somewhat fit and i had just a couple uh friends ask me not too long ago i said hey how about the lower back what are you doing i showed them you know one exercise they could do it's a common thing that happens but as far as being fit i've never had a swimmer's body i've never tried to you know be a bodybuilder just i like to i like to be a you know powerful so i do a lot of bench benching a lot of the pectorials the bicep triceps but I, i'm not going to be going to any co contest for bodybuilding anytime soon i never did even even in pro wrestling you know right. uh, even in mma mma i had to get down to 170 though guys which is my lowest weight ever. Wow. I, fought, I fought at 170. Right now I'm 205. I think my dick weighs 170. Uh, <laughs> uh, but... That's grams, though. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, well, I mean, I, I can't really see, but you all look like you're in pretty good shape, man. You don't look bad. I mean, you, you don't look. You uh, know, you, if, I was, if I was to guess your weights, I could probably guess all your weights right here. Willie says he's in the best shape of his life, or he said that two days I'm, ago. I mean, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty good. Uh, all right, I'm, take, I'm about take what I was like in high school. Take a guess at my weight. I'm curious. Now I already wrote mine down. So. Well, Matt, yeah, you're you tall try. though. Be, Matt, like, you're way taller than carnival. you think. This would be like Willie, the carnival. Shut up. This would be like the carnival, like the carnival. You know, you get a teddy bear if you guess it right or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. Not with Matt. Okay, so Matt Matt's weight is two sixty five. That's probably close. That's probably very close. <laughs> All right, All right. You, you got me. <laughs> JD, okay. JD, he's got. Yeah. I, I know he's got the dreads. I know that that comes into play there. I like those, by the way. That's cool, man. I think. Yeah, at least they're mine. They are, I grew those myself. No, that's not that looks good, man. It really does. Nice. Hey, are you are you uh, uh uh do you play another part on this show? Uh, you're not freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you? yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I just I just wanted to ask that real quick. See, <laughs> I watched this show too. <laughs> Call me laughing. I'm getting you next. All right. So GD, yeah, he looks like he's a little bit taller than Matt. And I have never seen him before, but he looks a little taller. Matt, you're, Matt's probably about five ten, but I think GD might be six foot. And, and by the way, I look at him. And I'm six you're, foot, by the way. You're six foot. Okay, so five yeah. ten. No, yeah. So I'm gonna give this guy here. Um, you were two sixty five, Matt. 
this gentleman right here, he's uh, he's, he's 10 pounds less, 255. 217. Oh, oh, man. I'm, I'm only five foot seven. I'm only five foot seven. All right. So we're about the same height. You're only five oh, foot seven? seven? Yeah. Oh, wow. What a, you're like a land and it's just a little guy right here. Conway yeah. is a little guy. Um, <laughs> no, look, I don't mean it that way, man. I like, bro, come on. I know you're from Route 66. I see it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Chicago Bears fan. You know what I mean? I'll uh, have, I have to go with this guy this. here being uh, uh, 225. I mean that's probably pretty close. I I I haven't weighed myself in a while. I was about two seventeen oh. the last time, but I probably yeah, put surprise. on a couple. Wow, you would be buffet this weekend. Same number. Here you go. This, here you go. Um, Is that Joe, my you'll price? Get your, yeah, you get your. Yeah, you get first. I get my selection. Which yeah, one you get your selection because you got Matt's right and you got Willie right, so you get your selection. All right, I I take the furry lion, please. There you go. The there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what a cheap ass carnival this is! Holy shit. <laughs> I don't. Wait a minute. We gave away a T-shirt on Sunday. Did you? Did we? Oh, I like one of those shirts, man. I did, I don't know <laughs> where I don't know where to send my ticket, but I never never knew where to buy the ticket for that contest. I thought I, you were uh, giving away. You can do it next week. You can get a, you get a shot next week. I go, I'm going to give away a T-shirt every week. All right. Uh, <laughs> I thought Matt could... gave out blunts. Like he's smoking right there. Oh, yeah. you think Matt gives those away? Hell no. <laughs> no, he don't give them away. <laughs> I ref I refuse to do blunts. I did blunts uh, somewhere in the late nineties, and I, I just I don't like it. First of all, I got yeah, enough. I love blunts. That's what I I love smoking blunts, dude. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Okay, now, Joe. What's the weirdest thing you've ever been paid in? What's the weirdest currency you've ever been paid in for either wrestling? Or 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 um, comedy because like I've been paid in weed, I've been paid in food, I've been paid in alcohol. What's um, the weirdest sex? payment I received ever was in uh, Queens, New York, and it was for Li. What's that? That's not a surprise. That the uh, weirdest I'm just saying, thing I worked for a guy named Bobby Lombardi. <laughs> you know Lombardi? No, just somebody with that name. Bobby Lombardi. He owned his own. Uh, cab company and he ran a professional wrestling event out there in queens new york at the martin luther king jr middle school and i was promised 300 dollars for my fight i was a tag and um at the end of the night he said i can't do it i can't do it at three i said bobby i says come on man i came from massachusetts i said you promised me 300 he's like don't worry about it he says i got you i said that's what you got he says hey here you go he gave me a key. I stayed in like a red light district hotel with red lights blinking and shit. It was terrible, man. It was a little. <laughs> did he send like you? Hotel. Send, huh? Did he send you entertainment? Later? Yeah, I was gonna say. Bro, there was entertainment walking through the hallways all night, man. I mean, but was it his? I had no oh. money. To I had no a money queen guy. version of the comedy condo right there. Uh, <laughs> now <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys blew your job today, both of you. Uh, blew your job today. Did you hear the alarm go off? Oh no! Oh no! no. We, no. we got to say goodbye to governors. We, we have, have to say goodbye to governors. Three minutes. What is this? Yeah, Governors Comedy Club. We're on their network up until supposedly ten forty-five, but okay. that passed thirteen minutes ago. Uh, got to stay tuned for now. I'm dead. Uh, comedy radio, uh, which I really should be much nicer to because they are sending me acting work now. Uh, well, a lot. So 
Goodbye, Govs. We'll see. <laughs> more dinner theater? Uh, yeah, more dinner theater. Same part. I've been typing. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That's, that's awesome. Is it? it don't, feels, you don't like it? Don't you like doing it? I wouldn't say yes if I didn't like doing it, but it's not really awesome. It's not like I would not suggest to somebody, you know what, when you grow up, you should want to be a dinner theater uh, actor or it's, it's I something. Mean, okay, so I guess to me, it's performing. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's kind of the thing that if my I wife don't and I have a band about. gig, I will take it definitely. I will, right? Do, do anything to stay out of the house. Now, um, Matt, now, yeah, Matt, I mean, I just love performing. Well, yeah, but just real quick, Conway, if you don't mind, thank you, Matt. Uh, proud of me, Conway. Um, now, Matt, you when you do your gigs and you take your performances, now, do you is that a mustache that you stick on, or is that is that a prop? <laughs> I had a, a a young comedian, Sam Berlin, on, and he thought this was a Groucho mask, one of those Groucho masks. You know, anyway. No, it's a, it's a real mustache. Your face looks real, but the stash looks yeah, no. like you just stuck that shit on. Oh, oh, no. No, no it's, it's, you know, it's... Take, take, well, you do different pots. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, well, when I do the murder mystery, I don't oh. have the glasses on, so I'm, it's more like this. So, but You and I haven't had a bad head day in years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so do you been, have uh, contacts that you wear, Matt? No. Okay. So, Joel. I know uh, I love you guys. Yeah, uh, so, Joel, you did a couple of commercials. Is there is there like a commercial on television right now that you're looking at the person going, son of a bitch, I could do that commercial much better. And, and what is it? And because we'll put a plan for you right now to get that commercial. Steal it right from under them. All right. So I'm not sure on the commercial, but since you brought that up, if you don't mind, this is kind of an exclusive information, if you don't mind. Um, I'm being looked at right now. I, I can't really say too much about it, but I've had uh, three Zoom interviews and uh, by two producers and, and a director. And it looks like in December, I'll be flying out for a big project. So wow, awesome. Yeah, I've almost had like a tear in my eye because uh, it's like, I'm like, wow, this is great because it's a, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. No, I would yeah, think awesome, I would think you you uh there's definitely a place but uh typecast place for you in Hollywood. Absolutely. I mean they they you know they look for people who have unique looks, uh who can play athletic parts and all that kind of stuff. I think you have a lot of that going on and can can definitely make some waves there. So Yeah, I uh, would pick, I would have picked you for the plucky Asian guy. I'll play whatever I need to play, man. What do you need? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you'd be like, you'd be like the plucky Asian guy. You go in there, they're like saying, what you you'd be like, no tiki, no laundry, you know? So I, yeah, yeah. I can do Asian. I can do Asian, Chinese, yeah. Japanese, whatever, man. Yeah. Now, you uh, coming back to the comedy thing for a second. You've been doing it for a year. How how many minutes you got? How many minutes can you do? Well, I I, I can do, well, Matt, that's a great question too. So I've been, most of the gigs are five to seven. I don't know if they're up, there, up your way, same, uh, five to seven. Um, and I've done as I've done as much as twelve, um, but that's what I've been given. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. the, lights, the lights flashing right. off my head, and I mean, well, you know, so you know, you cut you off. You know, I, I mean, I think I can a, do fifteen. As a, so, as a newer person, you would appreciate the opportunity to stretch, correct? Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Because I think that, that that's the thing that's missing. From early comedy, and I and I and I really really believe this, and that's why like when I produce shows, one of the things that I was trying to do a lot 
yep. was what I would try and get people that hadn't done their first headlining gig yet. Maybe they've only been able to do 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. And I want to give people an opportunity to know what those are like, because you don't know, bro. You don't know until you can get it. There's, there's plenty of people that are so good at what they do on that stage that if you gave them the room to fucking stretch and quit yep. giving them five and seven minute fucking yep. blocks and gave them 20, 30 fucking minutes to go yep. up there and yep. be who the fuck you are, yep. it makes you sense. might see some people point, really man. come you out of their shell and yep. do some amazing shit. You have, a fuck, you have another fucking guy that you can put on top once in a while. You don't yeah. Give them, yeah. It's, it's, it comes down, you, you gentlemen know, sometimes people only need a chance. Right. Yeah. What I see is the opposite. Basically, uh, they'll give, they'll tell a guy five or seven minutes, and then three minutes in, they're giving them the light because one joke didn't land or something like that. I see or that a lot. Friend, or their friend showed up, and their friend needs minutes. Right, yeah. Well, that, there's a lot of shit going on around here, too, man. Sure. You get, you get the light early and shit. And I told I, – I one of my, my first gigs, this one guy, he pissed me off coming in. It's a true story. He pissed me off coming in. He got right on me as soon as I come in. He's, he's, oh, Joel Davis is here. Call me over. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, I need to see you in the kitchen. I'm like, what? So I went in the kitchen. He's like, listen, were you at such and such a bar? And those two women were talking with you. And one was a stripper. And you picked one up in the air. And you swung her legs. And it hit someone. I'm like, yeah, that was me. You can't do that shit. I, I'm like, I'll do what I want. He's like, no, because you're going to do comedy in this area. And, and it doesn't look good. He pissed me the fuck off, right? Now I go up like 20 minutes later on stage, guys, right? I'm like four minutes in, and he's got the light on me. And I couldn't help it. I just said, I see the fucking light. And I continue. <laughs> but, I mean, you know how it is. You can't be pissed off before you go on stage. Wow. Right. Ian, Ian no, is uh, saying something that, uh, you know what? I'm, I shouldn't be sad, that surprised by this. Last time he saw Stanhope, uh, Junior was opening for him, and Junior was funny. And that, that could happen. That could happen. I, you know, I was yeah. surprised that last time I saw a tell, I was very disappointed by his uh, his show. So, and you know what? Anybody can have an off night. You can't. Comedy's great, though. It's an art, guys. You know that, man. You never know yeah. how it's going to be. Um, and so I love being creative. I mean, I had to be creative. I was a, I was a poor kid growing up. I had a G.I. Joe. He was like 10 different people. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know what one, I mean? yeah, yeah. Just one. <laughs> now, are you the kind of person who, uh, if you if a show doesn't go well, you beat yourself up, or are you just roll with it? I get a little depressed, but I snap out of it like in about a day or two. I, I fucking just... spiral even after forty five years uh, of being in show business. If I have a bad show, I will uh, get. I don't want to say suicidal, but I have. You know, I have. I feel like I, a nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that means that you really care about your art. You care about what you, you do. Doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and that if you don't care, that means you shouldn't even be up there. Some of these guys on the open mics get the fuck out of the way and let someone get up there. Yeah. That, that can use the time, man. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. some of these guys doing the open mics, they're just there with their buddies, a few drunk guys taking time away from other guys that are trying to get experience, and you know what I mean. And they're up there talking about stupid fucking shit. Right. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I mean, the only one that's laughing is your buddy. Nobody right. else, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, but guys like us four guys, we, five guys, well, no, there's four guys, that's right. Us four guys, we care about what we're doing. We want to- Three guys and Willie. Yeah, it should be uh, five guys, but somebody's got to cook the food while we're doing this. I'm happy, well, man. Matt, Matt's two guys, so one with a mustache, one without. I mean- Right. Uh, 
So, yeah. well, Joe, do, Joe, do you know Terry Furtado? Because he's he was like here before you arrived, like chiding us, wanting to know where you were. Do you know <laughs> Terry Furtado? Oh, hey, hey you got a super yeah, fan yeah. for sure. All right, we got one. Hey, I got a, I got one fan up there. You know what I mean? Like when I got this tattoo, there's five there's five images on there. There's the cage, see the cage, and the you guys see it. The cage. Yeah. 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 The, the yeah. artist said to me, he says, Joel, how many fans you had in 18 years? I said about five. So he put five on there. <laughs> wow. Now, it seems to me uh, you're a lone wolf type of guy. You're not in, into clicks, right? Or, or I oh, would, man. That... Bro, love to you, man. You got me, man. That's me. Yes. I'm just ass. I'm just who I am, man. But comedy in today, especially uh, if you don't, it, it's really difficult if you're not in a click. Uh, how, how do you. How do you kind of navigate, especially in Boston? Boston and New York are big on this idea of you got to be part of this room's group of people to get yeah, time in, yeah. in there. Uh, th- does that make you make it a challenge for you? Oh, it's, a, it's an extra challenge, Matt. It really is. And that's a great question. It really is. And anybody listening to the podcast this morning, they can believe and trust and believe that's a true, true um, uh, difficult uh, situation in, in comedy when you're not. I just try to keep on being real and I try to treat people with respect. I don't care who you are. I respect you. You respect me. I, I, I show my passion in what I do. I give a thousand percent. I promote the fuck out of whatever I'm doing. Even this podcast, you know, I've been promoting it, putting it on all the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, you... I'm, true. I'm loyal. I'm loyal to what, you know what I mean? I'm pushing the shit. You know what I mean? So if people see that and appreciate that, maybe they'll say, Hey, Joel Davis isn't a bad guy. He's not in a click, but you know, I'll give him a gig once in a while. You right. know, I mean, that, that's, that's what I'm looking at. You know, I mean, I got that big one coming up on Thursday night. You know, uh, at the Mohegan Sun Casino, um, he, a Comics Roadhouse uh, nightclub at Mohegan Sun Casino while in Connecticut, Thursday night, 10 p.m. start. Uncasville. Yes. Uncasville, Connecticut. Frank Gallo. A, a lot of people say that, that Connecticut is like a terrible place to do comedy. Have you done shows in Connecticut before? I haven't yet. Oh, uh, there are places in comedy uh, in Connecticut that are a little difficult, uh, like the New York Comedy Club. Uh, I think it's New Haven. It, it, it's difficult. Be, uh, I don't know. It, it, you have to be a certain mentality there. They, you know, they, they're not yeah. for everybody. I can see how the Mohegan Sun be different, though, because yeah, that's Mohegan... probably a totally different crowd. Yeah, and you know, it depends on if you're getting people who are just taking a break from gambling who are winning or they're losing. <laughs> if they come in pissed off, it's going to be a tough crowd. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just going so, to try to give it my all, guys. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you know what I mean? It's a, you know, I'm just trying to get, give it my all. So that's Thursday night, you know? So, no, so, it so seems like, like okay. you would be, uh, and I'm going to try to make this connection, not like I have a whole lot of influence here, but it seems like you would do well. Uh, Running with uh, Lenny, what Lenny Clark? Are you familiar with Lenny Clark? I heard his name before. I don't. Lenny know. Clark is a old school Boston comedian from the eighties and nineties. Uh, he, believe it or not, he had the hit show, uh, the number one uh, sitcom on, uh, and beat Seinfeld the first two years. It yeah, was called, yeah, it was called Lenny. I, yeah, I know that name. He was on a police show or whatever with uh, Dennis Leary. But he's a tough guy, old uh, Boston comedian. And he's uh, he's old school. Uh, he actually, the one story I love about him is a heckler came, was, uh, was giving him shit. And he actually fought the heckler with a mic in his hand and was fu- fist fighting the heckler yeah. uh, while still doing his act. 
That's great. I mean, I've actually thought, actually, that you brought that up. I've actually thought of, I haven't used it. I don't want to have to, but actually start off with a disclaimer that I'm not responsible for any hecklers that may get out of control what might happen. Because I'll freaking yeah. guillotine them. I'll guillotine them. They'll be tapping. I'll yeah. guillotine them right on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Lenny does shows up in Martha's Vineyard, and, Martha's Vineyard, and Jackie is on them a lot. Maybe we can we can open up an opportunity for you up there. I will see if we can do do uh, do some uh, good things here. I appreciate uh, that. If you could, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you got the Unkersville thing coming up this week. Anything else? And I I couldn't find a website to point to you. Do, do you want should, um, should I we? Do the- well, pardon me. The um, what I have right now, Matt, is I have the fitness page on Facebook, uh, Real Deal Fitness and Conditioning. Right. So I'm, I'm doing everything right from the page, the the, the fitness page, and then um, I have uh, fit, the fitness page, and then I I'm I'm starting a TikTok now, um, and then um, I, that's what, basically what I'm doing right now: TikTok, Facebook, and then there's there's a page that goes with the the big page, the fitness right. page. Right. Right. You know, okay. Yeah. So and then we'll, YouTube, we'll... YouTube channel, my YouTube. Yeah. Channel. All right, well, Joe. We'll... I was gonna say, Joe, who's the hardest member of your family for you to make laugh? Oh, I ain't trying to make them laugh anyway, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, I'm not even trying to make them laugh. Is that your your fallback question, GD? It seems yeah. like every yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it's, it's, I'm just curious when people are in the field of comedy, you know, quite some quite often there's like a member of their family that they, you know, either their laugh meant a lot to them or like they grew up in their. They like, you know, make their mom laugh or their dad laugh or their uncle laugh well, or something well, like that. That's a great question. So uh, if you don't mind, I'll share this quick one-minute story. So. No, it's too late. You blew it. No. <laughs> go on. No, go ahead, yeah, go ahead Joe. So my, my grandmother, I love my grandmother. She looked like, you remember you remember Mrs. Claus with the white, white hair, big heavy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My grandmother was a twin of Mrs. Claus, and she's passed away maybe 10 years ago, but she loved everything I did, no matter what I did. Cause I was a sports promoter for a while. I did. I was in the collectible business for about maybe 15, 16 years. So I bring in autograph guests and she would be there taking the tickets, you know, spaceman, Bill Lee, Steve, uh, Steve Gostowski, the kicker, Pedroia, um, Rico Petroselli, Mosey Tatupo, you know, so she loved all that. Anyways, after that went down, I had to get some like side jobs. I worked for this vending company and we would we would we would put the, the the food in the vending machines or whatever have you. And I worked like three, four, five mornings with with this company. And I said, Grandma, I said I'm not getting any kind of a break. She loved when I I told this. I would tell her this story like almost every time we talked, and she'd still laugh. You know, I said, Grandma, I'm not getting any breaks working the vending company. She said, Well, you know, I'm like, No. I said, Grandma, it's been like four or five times I've worked over there. No, so. I says she. So I eventually tell her. I said, "Listen." I said, "The guy driving a truck, right?" He says, "Listen." He says, "You want a break? You hungry?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm hungry." And he says, "Go ahead, help yourself to the waste." And it was all like Twinkies and Devil Dogs that were outdated by like six months. And I said, "Graham, I have to eat the the waste." She, said, oh, <laughs> she thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Graham, I could have died. She said, That's great. <laughs> So she was the easiest one to make laugh. Wow. You know, the hardest person for me in my family to make laugh was probably my paternal grandfather because he was dead 50 years before I was born. But I still tried to make him laugh. Well, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's That's a tough tough one. one. 
Um, that we are running out of time here, but you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to follow up on. Uh, you said you did a, a Biden impersonation. Now, if I look at you, there's no similarity between you and Joe Biden whatsoever. Uh, is he the only person that you do a impersonation of? And, uh, you know, is that a, something that comes easy to you or what? Well, I love the impersonations. And thanks for asking that question. I love doing impersonations and I try to mix them in. I don't know if, if GD and, and, and Willie can understand what I mean, but I like to mix it in my, my set. You know what I mean? Like maybe put it in the middle. Don't right. go home with it. Don't don't leave it with it because unless it's really hot. Like when I did Biden, it was hot because I fell. My head hit the freaking stage. The plant fell over. People went nuts. You know? so I finished yeah, but, you prom- but you promised your thing says Davey That's- and Goliath and you just did Goliath. You just did one word. Davy and Goliath. Right. But you didn't yeah, do the I, whole thing because people was like, you was like, how many of you know but Davy and Goliath? It was like <laughs> one cricket in the back. Yeah, I know. Well, not everybody watched that show. The clay, the clay animation. Yeah, the claymation. Yeah. I did I did Davy. I did Davy wow. talking to, to uh Goliath, the dog. Right. You've seen it, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Hey Davy. Yeah. yeah, but that's what's yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Davy. Yeah, see, that's what you did. You did Goliath. You didn't no. do Davy. And the, but I'm just saying, because it said Davy and Goliath. I was like, I wanted to hear both. Oh, what uh, the fuck? They only paid $10. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about the money. It's about I'm, the people. I'm joking. It's a joke. So <laughs> I, Davey and Goliath, I do I do, I do, I do, I do one of Davy and Goliaths, okay? I do Biden. I do Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Um, I also do Howard Cosell. I do Howard oh, right, Cosell. Yeah. Do people even remember Howard Cosell? Well, well, do you know Howard Cosell? Yeah, but only because of Muhammad Ali interviews. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. You no, know I, it, it, like, no, I, I know it's uh, everything. You know, from my point of reference, I have to wonder now: Do younger people even know who who these people well, are? Sometimes, and not sometimes. just younger people, but I'm also Midwestern, so there's less. We got less culture there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. for real. Right. I I had to mention to somebody yesterday because I was talking about my congressional run, and they were like, "Well, what makes you different?" from other people who were running for Congress. I said, well, first of all, my brain trust includes a guy who did 10 years in prison and put him and institutionalized himself in a mental home 11 times. So there you go. Uh, you mind if I do a quick co-sell real quick? Yeah, please. Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier? Yeah, go. yeah, that'd be great. This is Howard Cosell. Up to tonight, Muhammad Ali is undefeated. He's fighting tonight smoking Joe Frazier. Frazier, yeah, that's, that's very good, very good. I, and yeah. I threw in, I, I was talking about pot that night, and I said Cosell was probably smoking pot back then, and a few people in the front all stole like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, we do anyway, have to. Ra- he didn't like that one. We we do have to wrap it up. I have to get to a corporate gig today. Uh, by and uh, I'm kind of up, up against the clock here, so we do have to. Uh, Joe, you've been a pleasure. Please do come back sometime. We appreciate you being here. Uh, yeah. We'll do anything to support you. I am going to uh, see if I can get Jackie to kind of mention you to Lenny Clark for his shows that he does uh, over in uh, Martha's Vineyard. If if there's an opportunity there for you, but uh, anything you have coming up, let me know, and we'll we'll try to remember to uh, plug everything, all, all your appearances, and all that kind of stuff. And we appreciate you being. Here. I, I really appreciate. And if anybody wants to see any video, go to YouTube, Real Deal Joel Davis. There's 100 and, 105 videos on there on YouTube, Real Deal Joel Davis. I appreciate all the support. Thank you, guys. I had a great time. Thank you. Been, been our pleasure. Thanks for being here. Bye for now. Thank you. Right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.
Real deal, Joel Davis. Uh, very cool stuff there. You know, I, I, I will just assume that he was one of the guys you said you knew because wrestler came through the same day you were mentioned wrestlers. Yeah, me. no, that's crazy. Yeah, that that is a crazy coincidence. All right, well, I want to get was, to know him though. He seems like a great dude. This was only I, I a half sucky show. The I first half, the first half sucked. Game. The second half was good. Hopefully, people stung around for the se uh, second half. Didn't but, even have an original haircut. He copied that haircut off of somebody else. I know I've seen it before. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only. I'm the original bald guy. Before me, there were no bald guys. So, what do you use for your head? Do you use like the bull shaver or a regular razor? Or what do you use? I use a regular razor. The problem is, uh. uh if you buy one with a cheap handle, you're going to cut. I have cut gouges out of my head Ooh. and become like a uh, like a geyser of shooting blood straight up. Uh, <laughs> there was a time when, when one time before a gig I did with a cheap razor and I, there was a flap of skin like, oh, and it was just like a raw cut for like a week. I had to wear hats to gig. Yeah. And, uh, generally, if I use a, I'm gonna cut my head. If I use a, a cheap, uh, you know, plastic handle, I need the big heavy metal handle razor. I do it. There's a video of me doing it on YouTube. I do it fast. I mean, extremely fast. I shave my head, and my entire face, head, and everything in under 30 seconds. Damn, under 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it, it takes me. It takes me like no wonder just you to get this section here. This well, that, it doesn't seconds. happen with a heavy metal razor. I I never cut myself with a heavy metal razor. And the faster I go, the easier it is. If you go slow, that's when you're going to like uh, get too meticulous. And, ow! and so I do whip it out, man. Whip it out. Anyway, I got to get to a gig, man. I got um, a right, gig, go gig for Affinity today, which is a, a car company, right? That's what they are. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go do, go do that and... Um, Make the best of it. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Have a good right, day. Have fun. All right. All right. Get out. Get out of my room. All right. Um, we'll talk more about the Lindbergh baby tomorrow, maybe, or whatever else crazy shit is in the news. Uh, we do have the 60th anniversary of um, the the Kennedy assassination coming up, and I'm probably going to want to do something on that. Uh, but in, in honor of that coming up, uh, instead of playing, go turn on your radio today. I'm just going to leave you with this silliness. Bye for now. Have a great day.
This gift sent from Dallas, the president has been shot. The president has been shot.